0: The Colores,
1: Colores Radio. Hello, como están? Welcome back to The Colores Radio. This is episode three. Hey. We made it. If you hated every other episode, supposedly third time's a charm. Alright. Yeah, so like maybe you'll like this one. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully we can pray. Uh, thanks for joining us and thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my favorite homie, the one and only. Yes. <laughs> Rafael Ralph Tamayo. What's up? Hi. 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 That's the end of the episode. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to make that joke every time. Okay, sorry. So I think we started something... That was kind of fun last time. And it's like relevant, you know, we got to yeah. be relevant.
0: So Dude, we have to be relevant.
1: What What would you say is your meme mood right now?
0: You know, I don't know. There's um, I really wanted to be. Do you know DJ Edwin? What the fuck? Yes, you know DJ Erwin, this guy who's like in Mexico And he's like in, you know what I'm talking about <laughs> Yeah, and he's like uh, talking, he's like a bootleg
1: Okay, DJ. I think I, I didn't know his name
0: Yeah, well he's posted up and he's got like this mullet And he's got his Bruh. sunglasses on And he he's like, yeah, I have this musical Like talent, they named, my parents named me Erwin After Erwin and Fire
1: Oh <laughs> my god, this is amazing
0: Yeah, but I, I feel like see. DJ Erwin
1: Edwin and fire. That's Edwin brilliant. Fire, yeah. Wow. So my me mood is 100% fully and wholeheartedly the little girl that's at Disney World trying to eat her macaroni. Have you seen this? Yes. And she is so over Snow White. Yeah, like, She's get like, get out, get out of my here. face. Yeah. What you doing? I'm trying to eat this macaroni. Leave me alone. I've had enough of y'all. Just let me do my thing, please. So let's jump into our show. We're officially only days away from our second art show party. De colores collectives gray space so how exciting is that
0: very exciting I'm, I'm man it's it's always really cool to see like because it's exciting because other people get excited
1: right it's not just for us
0: right like oh this is happening yeah
1: we have a yes. really exciting interview planned <laughs> for that episode and we've got some really dope artwork that's already been submitted so just keep in mind that if you're planning on submitting artwork to do so uh, before or by June 3rd coming up really soon but it should be a really great time the art show again will take place at the Oakliff cultural center from i believe 6 to 9 p.m and then the after party will take place in deep Elm from 10 p.m to 2 a.m yes is that right yeah 10 to 10. at rbc what's good rbc so probably my most favorite part about this episode <laughs> is this lovely couple And I'm not even going to make them a couple. They're dope-ass artists that we were able to have here with us today. The Sam Lau and Jeremy Biggers swung by to hang out with the Colores Collective. And we're so glad they were here. We have a really dope interview lined up that y'all will hear later. Is there anything else we need to update the people
0: on? um, I'm really excited about that interview, too, because they're really cool. Like, after... I I, you know, we had talked about them coming in and Mm -hmm. really exciting because they their own highly successful and really dope within their own like artwork and for sure. In their individual respect, but even together they like this super dope. They're like a super dope
1: they're like a ultralight
0: beam. Yeah, an ultra I heard like some rappers
1: say that once. Something
0: like that. But
1: they're pretty freaking great.
0: Yeah, so
1: We really we're big fans of them, love them even more now that they came and visited us here at the Colores Co. So tune in for that. We have that coming up a little bit later. But now we're gonna jump into our very first segment. (laughs) Yep. The juice I just made a sound. That was
0: a good sound, though. That's it. It was kind of weak. Beatbox. Okay, so oh you rap and God. now you beatbox. I am multi-talented. Eva, if we are not. I'm gonna need to stop
1: putting all your talents the, onto no, me. you
0: literally just started doing it. I on said, your
1: own. yeah, and
0: then like I could tell that in your mind you were like,
1: <laughs> "I'm a cumbia." Okay, see, this is this is exile, and nah, I am not. Nah. I That's can Emma. barely play the recorder. Anyways, so Alrighty, we're jumping into our juicy cheese meh, the juice. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some things. Quite a few things, not too much. But I think all the craze, we've all seen it. <laughs> they remind me of the old spinning rims that were a thing for a while and kind of yeah. still are in certain places. Yeah. The fidget spinners. Nice. Yeah. The fidget spinners. My favorite personal thing that I've seen from the fidget spinners was the Houston fidget spinners. Mm-hmm. Oh God, sprinters. Here I go again it's with the Houston. alcohol. Fidget is that, is spinner. That <laughs>
0: Is the lean in your
1: cup. Houston, like I say Houston, all of a sudden I'm turned all yeah, the way up. Fid- up. <laughs> the fidget spinners, which when it first came out, they first came out. I had never seen these things or heard of them, but we went to Trader's Village, you know, casual Sunday. And <laughs> they were everywhere. People were lined up. And yeah. I was like, what is this? They were like, oh, that's the craze right now. And I was like, I thought I knew the craze. Like I'm friends with a lot of kids and I yeah. guess I don't know anything. But they were like, oh, it's supposedly good for ADHD and anxiety. And I was like, ooh, your girl got anxiety. Like, (laughs) let me check this out. So we finally walked up to somebody that was selling them, and they were like, not a lot of people. And I was like, this made me more anxious. This is dumb. This is not a thing.
0: Also, side note, if you need some, I got you. I got them for $4 You got them on the low? I got you.
1: Ah, shit. I want (laughs) them Houston ones that are lighting up and playing like Pimp C and stuff. Anyways, so... Fidget spinners. They apparently are all the craze, but they're not. Like NPR told me that they aren't what people were saying they were for. Yeah. So they, I'm sure there'll people, be that new the craze, like the silly bands, and they'll be gone like yeah. next year. Maybe. Someone
0: I, I had asked someone about them, and they related them to the fidget cubes. I'm not sure if you've seen those. Oh, yes, those. I have heard and of those. And those are really cool. A friend of mine had one, mm-hmm. and it has like a button on one side and a little swivel thing and all these other little um, things that you can kind of play with, and it does kind of help it literally just distracts you I think yeah Like, like, but for someone with
1: anxiety, like, this is not gonna make me less anxious. Like,
0: hi, I'll take one of the anxiety (laughs) spinners. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I just will be more stressed. Perfect. So, that's that. Those are fun. I'm sure we'll And they're a distraction. I also saw somebody with like a grill that had one on there. Oh my, it was probably from Houston too. Let's be honest. But it was kind of funny. So, the next thing we need to tackle, which she tackled herself, to be honest. There's no words to say. She done did it to herself. One Katy Perry. As if, look, I could get way (laughs) mad political right now and say fifty three percent. If you know what that fifty three percent means, you don't
0: get political, you know.
1: Fifty three percent, y'all let us down, whatever. But (laughs) Katy Perry, I don't know what you think you're doing. You look a damn fool dancing around with Migos. I think trying to be relevant or maybe trying to be an ally. I don't know what you think you're doing, but you look like a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Like. You can't watch an SNL video and be like, "Oh wow, she's cool." No, what are you doing? Perry
0: was one of those people for me that I didn't really have an opinion on because she was kind of same. I
1: didn't really hate her. Yeah, because it was like you don't hate her, but she has done a lot of problematic things. Actually, now that I think about it, because she's done appropriated like every culture in the book, and then she thinks she's like woke and being an ally, or I don't know what she thinks she's doing. But she apparently performed with a bunch of drag queens as well. So it's like, what do you really think you're doing? What do you think you're solving when your privileged ass isn't really doing? anything ex- except for maybe using it as a way to get more views or to be cool or to be relevant like that's not okay you dancing with Migos and making them look un- like uncomfortable and then trying to like dab and all this like stop sit down literally sit down like Kendrick told us you people don't even dab
0: no more like I I, I don't even dab when I sneeze anymore <laughs> stop. oh my god who are you like I sneeze in people's faces now because I don't want to
1: you're dab. ridiculous that is Real, not the like, point of this anyways no is Katy Perry well. stop which also leads us back into that whole thing which I'm so glad the internet's at least attacking it if nobody else is that these white artists that are uh you know taking advantage of their privilege and then they appropriate black culture to their benefit make money and then all of a sudden they want to be good again so they go back (laughs) and they're like I'm pure and my hair's long again and I'm flowing in a field and I don't like this music because it talks bad about women when like fam what were you doing with that finger we remember you twerking on people and like making yeah no don't don't attack another group when you were taking advantage and appropriating and we're disrespectful and y'all all need to sit down and get your 53% together. Next subject. 13 Reasons Why, which mm. was kind of a big deal a few weeks ago. It's it kind was. of died down now. Yeah. But the reason we're bringing that up is because it kind of has to do with the thing that's our theme for the upcoming art show, which was mental health. Yes. And I personally did not watch it. Thankfully, I saw a post because I heard about it and I like to look into things when I hear about the, the hot gossip, but I saw a Tumblr post, I believe, that was going around that was basically saying, if you have mental health issues and or like suicide is triggering for you, et cetera, do not watch a show. It's not good for you. They basically, the creators went against what the professional doctors told them to do and still went about this show in a way that was for entertainment purposes. So when I saw that, I was like, I'm not watching that shit. Like, nah, that's going to mess me up. Why would I do that? But you mentioned you had watched it. So yeah. What was your experience with that? I watched it. Oh, jeez.
0: Yeah. So, and you know, I think everyone to some degree has some kind of obstacles that they try to overcome mentally. And so I, I am known to wrestle with stress in my own way. So I watched it reluctantly at first knowing, you know, the, the themes and everything. But I think ultimately I was able to say, look, as a show, how do I feel about it? And it wasn't a great, it wasn't a great, you know, series, So I wasn't like, I won't recommend it to anybody, but it was entertaining. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after those conversations from people around me about like, more harm than good or is this really what, what is this show really trying to do I can see that angle and mm-hmm. so it, it almost appears- as an
1: entertainment thing I think people right. really enjoyed that and there was all those memes and all this and that yeah. and I was just like yeah, it's weird to be glorifying and romanticizing right. exactly. suicide which is very serious and I'm all about talking about these mm. things and having these discussions obviously but it's also like is this a good thing to do like Selena Gomez
0: produced it like yeah and so what are we that, doing? That, yeah it's one of those tricky things like i don't think that if you were if, if you're un and obviously this if you're unable to tell the difference between you know that entertainment and the actual education part of it like it's it's really tricky like mm-hmm. it's a slippery slope and so yeah and i think I was, a lot
1: of people sorry a lot of no, no, people no, 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 i good. know that watched it aren't people that really are aware of these things so that yeah. for them it was solely entertainment and they would joke and laugh and that, and i'm right. like
0: And see, and that's the thing too, like I was, no, yeah. And I was watching like some of the episodes I was, you know, kind of reliving some of the moments that I could kind of connect with. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, that wasn't a cool thing. That wasn't fun to relive. But I was able to afterwards separate myself from that and say, oh yeah, it was just a show. But obviously, you know, there's creative minds behind crafting that Mm -hmm. to make sure that it's presented to the public via the Netflix vehicle in a way that says, hey, look, Watch this show, and so I—I I don't know if the audience. I, it's hard to say recommend, but if you're unable to really tell between, you know, the the two worlds, I wouldn't really yeah. recommend.
1: We can only it. hope that the people watching maybe really got something beneficial. I don't, yeah. I don't know. For me, it's obvious. Don't bully. Don't be a piece of shit. Like what? <laughs> so I don't really know. But I guess we can only hope that maybe there's more good than bad. But. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Something pretty powerful that happened over the weekend was Notre Dame student graduates walked out during Mike Pence's speech. And that is incredible. And like we saw a few weeks ago at the historically black college, they what was it? Turned their backs on Betsy DeVos. And that was super powerful. And so it's really cool to see these graduates. I know at UNT a few years ago, we had Governor Abbott Come in. And UNT is like well known for being one of the more accepting, I guess. Not well known, perhaps, right. but, but around like within us, we know who we are. We tend to be more open minded, whatever. But like we were a strong Wendy Davis campus and they brought Greg Abbott that same year that she came and spoke there. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's when we saw, oh, yeah, this is an institution that runs on money that they need from the government. They don't care about us. And so that was really unfortunate. But it is necessary as students to raise your voice and do what you feel is right. And I saw something that, like, I guess a Notre Dame professor or something released a statement saying,
0: "Oh yeah,
1: hey, this is what Notre Dame stands for. And they did it how they thought best. And yeah. that's fine. And
0: that's it. Yeah. That's that, it's that I think, simple. That is statement I feel like speaks volumes. For sure. Because it's one thing to, to really take a stand against something that you, you feel strongly against right. but it's another thing for an institution to come out and say hey look what we teach is to to give them the power to do what they feel is right Definitely. and you know whether we're for or against it doesn't matter because right. they did what we taught and that's all we that's right. All we need to Right they take about. it as yeah. they need to.
1: So that was really cool and really necessary and some more kind of I thought it was hilarious. Political news. This video that just came out. Oh, yes. (laughs) I wish that we were a visual show just so we can (laughs) play this clip right now. A freaking... They're walking, I guess, into the jet or something, right?
0: Yes, something. Yeah. It's perfect.
1: I might agree with her one time. (laughs) One time.
0: Like, that's pretty cool. How sad
1: is that, though? Like, the leader
0: of the free world quote unquote, quote unquote yeah. <laughs> like boom get out of she here she
1: said no I don't want to touch your hand so they're walking like to a jet plane yeah, or something pres- rich uh, our
0: president <laughs>
1: <laughs> your president nah.
0: okay, not mine I said that specifically to see what kind
1: of <laughs> like, the no mm, thank you mm, mm, nope, no. no
0: president walking, of the US walking
1: into walking somewhere important yeah. you hear the little important American music in the background which of is course. a nice touch and he puts his little hand out and I said little hand you heard me little hand <laughs> He puts his little hand out, like, hey, girl, you're Eva, supposed I'm to look good, good with me. I'm getting feeling that you
0: don't like the president of I'm, the United States.
1: I don't know. Like, I don't really have the best feelings about him. So he puts his little <laughs> hand out, and she said, boy, if you don't, like slapped, like, slapped it away. And the
0: way she did it, too, was, like, so, so nonchalant. Cool. Like, just, like, like, come on, be, like, you know better. I,
1: you know I don't even you like you. You know better. You know I don't even live with you. Like, whoo. I was like, all right, girl. Go ahead and show us. Like, I remember that one tweet I saw, which I believe it's been unliked now. But during the inauguration, there was a tweet, lots of tweets, you know, about like how sad and unhappy she looked. Oh, right. But there was one she liked of someone saying like, oh, my God, look at her. And we were oh, like,
0: yeah,
1: oh, bruh, you're exposing yourself. Yeah. So that's fine. Like, we already assumed, but you're letting us know. You are visibly slapping this little hand out to face get away from me don't touch that's really it is sad but also like you did this to yourself girl like we all knew he was a monster and you're sticking through and like you didn't have to but keep slapping keep slapping that (laughs) hand away we're all trying to we're trying to impeach that (laughs) hand away from this earth so that was funny good times and this is gonna be probably my juiciest juice juicy juice the arthur commercials back in the day Pat, you remember those? Don't play. That's why I smiled. <laughs> she <laughs> smiled. Thank you, Pat. That Juicy Juice. You know, I saw those Juicy Juice commercials when I was a kid, and I was like, man, I wish my mom would buy me Juicy Juice. But she never bought them for me. Yeah. I, had them,
0: like,
2: later on in life.
1: You I had
0: know. Juicy Juice once, and I never again, because, um, you know, this might be TMI. but uh, oh, Wait, what are you about to say? Gave me diarrhea. Did it? No, it didn't. It, it made did, you Juicy Juice,
1: but... I didn't hear what
0: you said. Before. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm done. I'm done. He had a juicy it juice, but not so well. From his butthole.
1: <laughs> so sorry if that's TMI again. Some people it might is, be. Yeah. I'm very honest. I'm sorry, folks. So I'm gonna jump into my juiciest of juices. It's really not a huge actually, it's not a huge deal. It's not. But it spoke volumes to me. Uh-huh. As a freaking fan and as a fat woman, I am aware of, and I am not ashamed of it. And there's not a lot of us that have a platform to speak. So guess what I'm finna do? I'ma speak on it.
0: <laughs> speak. Talk to him, Eva.
1: So Chance the Rapper. We haven't, we love this guy. He's he's hospitable. He's funny. He's cute. He dances. He's friendly. He's got a cute baby. We're about it. You know, we're a fan of yours. We we rock with you. Indeed. So I follow plus size bloggers and models and whatever, whatever. And one of them posted, uh, Gabby Fresh was her name, posted like a screenshot that he had liked a comment, a picture on this. I don't know if it was plus size woman's photo, but it was three plus size women and they're plus size, not the size 12, which is the average American woman size and not really plus. It looks mad normal. Like actually... (laughs) Plus, where you see the rolls and you see the the extra, you know, fat on there. He liked a comment that said, like, ew, I just puked in my mouth. Mm. And I was like, oh, Mm. okay. So he liked this comment. So she said, whoa, Chance, you know, big fan, but that's not cool. And she's this nice lady. She wasn't trying to start, like, a full fist fight with him or nothing. Right. So then, and I knew he would say something because he's very present on his social media which has worked to his benefit but he responds basically saying that it was an accident and that he didn't mean to so the comment was from it was so the posting was from world star and he liked these bryant which like boy what <laughs> anyways he liked his comment that said just puked okay this is the picture i don't know if you've seen it i haven't this is the image Three bigger women. Three bigger women. And then Chance said, this isn't fake. I accidentally liked an offensive comment on Instagram. I apologize to anybody hurt by it. And it doesn't reflect my character, sad face. So let me tell y'all something. As much as I love... To believe that this is an accident, who accidentally goes into comments, likes some shitty comment that's rude as shit, and leaves it. If I liked a comment that was like, this bit is ugly, guess what? I would be like, oh my God, unlike, this is an accident. This is an actual accident. I didn't mean to do this. Let me unlike it. Oh no, I am a powerful figure. People will be on me for this. He knew what he was doing.
0: And I'm, I'm going to play the devil's advocate oh, here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, just because I love being Let's the devil's go. advocate. Let's Just give it to me. Only And only out of experience, because a very good friend of mine was talking to us, and we were at a dinner, and it was a group of us. And so he decided to show someone a picture on Instagram. So another friend of mine grabs his phone... And starts scrolling. Okay. And so he starts liking all kinds of pictures. And so my other friend goes to his Instagram and sees the picture, one of the pictures that my friend Phantom liked. Mm-hmm. And it was a picture of a girl. And so he screen capped it and said, ooh, you're going to be in trouble. Even though he didn't really like the picture. And to this day, that picture is... The caller ID photo I use for my friend, because it's really funny, because Uh he didn't mean to like that picture, but somebody else was on his phone, liked it. Somebody screenshot it. And then now we make fun of him for it. Granted, my friend is not Chance the rapper. Oh, I thought it was. (laughs) That changes (laughs) everything. (laughs) But like Chance went, he accidentally liked it. Like he did.
1: Okay, let's also be logical about Instagram. Yeah, no, comments. yeah, yeah, right. You gotta go click on the comments. Yeah. And you, this is yeah, the best yeah. part. You gotta
0: click a tiny ass heart. Tiny, yeah. Tiny, tiny
1: There's heart. There's been some
0: things that I've wanted to like that I couldn't. <laughs> I'll be turned up. I'm like,
1: oh, you yeah. can't do it. So that's why I'm like, don't come with, like, to me and say, it's an accident. I'm a good guy and I've been doing all good, you guys. I'm so sorry. It's an accident. No.
0: Yeah, you're right. I lose you're right sorry chance that little
1: heart you do if you liked if i liked a bad comment i would immediately go unlike oh my god that's a bad comment why did i do that he knew what he was doing he did it on purpose own up to your shit people the reality of this world is that it's fat phobic the people don't want to be fat. Nobody wants to be fat. No matter your race, your gender, your whatever, you don't typically want to be fat. So for him to pretend that it was an accident is bullshit. And I'm calling it good try. Instead of saying it's an accident, own up to you. We're not all perfect. We know as artists that you're going to have thoughts we don't agree with. We've learned that. We've started to address these things. Our faves are problematic, whatever so let's stop pretending you're perfect and that you made an accident and just admit you might not like big girls. That's fine. I won't forgive you till you date me, but <laughs> it's whatever. Like, come on, yeah. dude, don't play. Like, don't act like it was an accident and boohoo yeah. me. I just accidentally clicked a little ass heart that I didn't have to click on and could have unliked and not been caught. But you were caught. So now you are saying it was an accident. No. No chance. That's my little flow. You've been wanting me to rap. That was it. Done. That's the end of our juice Rats. segment. Chance, it was not an accident. You can date me or a big girl if you want me to forgive you, but I still love oh. you. So that's our ju-ju- juice. That sounded weird, didn't it?
0: It almost sounded like you wanted to say j unit
1: I actually did. I'm actually a 50 okay. cent. Are you? j unit
0: that was uh yeah. Could have been better. Uh, yeah. I know. Gosh. Just put a little more hood in it. Like
1: <laughs> I will do that later when it's okay. darker outside. Okay. So we are going to jump into our interview, which we're so excited for. We hey. had so much fun with Sam Lau and Jeremy Biggers. We hope you enjoy our interview. Thank you. All right, in the studio with us, we have two of Dallas's biggest and most important artists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> depression Uh, Sam Lau and Jeremy Biggers Sam Lau artist alchemist outlier singer rapper she recently won every award she was nominated for with the Dallas Observer including best female vocalist best hip hop rap act and best album Jeremy Biggers creator problem solver painter designer photographer filmmaker aspiring feminist (laughs) who recently had a write up on D Magazine about his brilliance in all aspects of art so thank you For joining us and welcome to The Colores Radio. Sam Lau and Jeremy
3: Biggers. Yo, yo, yo. What up? Thanks.
1: How are y'all doing? Awesome. Good. 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 good, It's another day. Another day, another dollar, I guess.
4: Yes, always.
1: Um, let's start with where are y'all from and we'll we'll go from there.
4: Okay, fine. I guess (laughs) I'll go first. (laughs) I grew up on the east side of Fort Worth in like the historic Hanley Meadowbrook area. So I lived over there, elementary school, middle school, and then right before I started high school, I moved to Florida. Oh, wow. So I lived in Florida all four years of high school in West Palm Beach, and then I came back to go to college. I went to UTA, lived in... Technically Arlington, but actually it's this small speed trap within Arlington called Pantigo I was about to say, I know exactly what you're
1: talking about Yeah, so
4: I lived in Pantigo and then um, for a couple years, most of my college career And then moved to Oak Cliff and we've been in the cliff ever since I
1: didn't know you were living in Oak Cliff Yeah,
3: Yeah, right up the street Right up the street Very cool yeah, I grew up here in Dallas, South Dallas between like Madison and Lincoln High School, so the hood. Um, <laughs> and then went to Booker T Washington High School. Hey, hey, we I out was here. Waiting for that. We out here Pegasus. Come on
0: now. Pegasus.
3: Pegasus Pegasi. All right, uh either way, we never determined like after 4 years of going to school that we never figured out which one is the actual. Yeah, no. I think it's Pegasus, but it whatever. We'll be good. So yeah, I went to Booker T and then went the scenic route through college or like through community college first. <laughs> Had to go hey, the scenic route work. through the community college first. But uh, then I went out to UTA too, uh, UT Arlington, okay. and um, majored in graphic design with a minor in painting. Very cool. And then here we are.
1: Here you are. Here so Arlington are. brought you back to Oak Cliff and you from Fort Worth, which yep. is really cool. Yeah. So y'all are both DFW Yeah. Natives. Oh, you yeah. know Absolutely. all the area, which is oh, yeah. really cool. I think that's a big part of what makes you important here in Dallas. So when did you first know you were artists?
4: As a kid, I was always the creative kid. Mm-hmm. I did mostly like drawing. I think I tried painting one time. It was those stupid little Q-tip water books, oh my and I was like, "This just sucks. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Painting <laughs> is a they lie." Make
3: you do that? Yo, I forgot all
0: about it. <laughs> that me. is a thing they do. Like, I, I, I want to go home now and
3: get some Q-tips. <laughs> I've never oh. made
4: a comeback with coloring books. Seriously, bro. come
3: on. So oh, we might oh, make snap. some. Let's make something. Yo, I thing. I forgot those were a thing. I need those.
4: But I was so bad at it. I was like, I'm never gonna paint, and I just hated painting, and I never picked it up again until um we started dating but yeah from wait the time we are dating
3: <laughs> not, anymore. <laughs> Harder, hard, hard, not hard. anymore we're married not anymore now. Uh, we locked that one in <laughs> we, we don't, we're married now we don't go on dates nah.
4: Uh, nah. we absolutely go on dates <laughs> Um, no, still dating. That's what keeps our okay, marriage together. Um, facts,
3: facts, <laughs> dead ass.
4: But yeah, I was always that kid that was drawing in class. You know, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon sketches all over oh my, my notebook God. and stuff. Everybody's like, draw me something, and it's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, it's like, how about no? Yeah. Let's let's go with a <laughs> no. YouTube yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I went to college for graphic design, so I, then I started getting into more of like digital painting and you know Illustrator, Photoshop, all of that jazz, and moved on to music and. It's been music ever since. And
1: love since. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. it's yeah. awesome. You're like, never I've never heard, heard this I've never heard that. this <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um
0: This is actually a date. Like, yeah, this <laughs> actually,
3: yeah, this is a blind date. I first realized I was an artist. I think I was in elementary school. Uh, it was either kindergarten or first grade. We had an assignment to finish the last strip of a Sunday paper. Uh, like our teacher cut off the last strip and was like, draw whatever you think the next You know, scene is gonna be and I did it it was a weekend homework assignment I remember coming back to school Monday and I didn't think anything of it because it was was just I was like yeah I did it I did the homework assignment cool but everybody else was like man I I had such a hard time let me see what yours looks like let me see so I showed them mine and they were like freaking out and so that's when I realized like oh maybe this isn't just something everybody is good at Um, and so then I became you know the the dude in the hood that just drew everybody like I'm a little older than Sam so mine wasn't like (laughs) Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon (laughs) it was like Ninja Turtles and Bart Simpson but um yeah it was definitely but yeah no i I drew like almost exclusively simpsons and ninja turtle stuff until almost like middle school and then i realized i would have to draw more than that to get into booker t Um, hey maybe you could have
1: gotten in just with that Nah, probably not
3: but probably man i don't know i was i was pretty terrible at it i liked it at the time so i was loving it and uh went to booker t and then like i said just went out to do art in college and now making a living doing it so it's awesome
1: awesome so, we already mentioned it a little bit, but how did y'all meet? I need to just ask that for maybe my personal curiosity. Fair um
4: I guess I'll tell the story since you told the story the last couple of times.
3: Yeah, go ahead. You, you got gotta alternate got you you the story different. just to make so sure.
4: So, I was, we attended UTA at different times. Okay. So, I was at UTA. Um, he was part of a t-shirt brand and they were doing a fashion show at UTA. Ooh. And I was one of the models in the show. Stop. And so apparently he saw me at rehearsal and told his homie, like, that's my next girlfriend.
3: Um, he knew. And he, and see, OK. Um, I knew immediately that that was going to be my next girlfriend. And the dude that I was with was just like, yeah, nah. Like, that's, she's out of your league. You stand no chance. There's no way in hell that that's going to happen. And I was like, yeah, watch.
1: Makes you want to do it more properly. So
4: yeah, uh, he tricked me into our first date. We were sp- oh we were on a photo God. shoot and it turned into a trip to the museum <laughs> oh and then a trip God. to this fancy little restaurant. And yeah, totally got me. Totally got me. Okay, Not to, even gonna lie. To be that fair, you kidding
3: me right now. <laughs> to be no. Fair, to be fair, it was a photo shoot.
4: It was a photo shoot. What? We did take pictures.
3: It was a photo shoot, and then she mentioned that she had never been to an art museum. And since oh I'm an art God. dude, and yeah. we were standing right next to an you art museum that at the while
4: time, the photo shoot? well, yeah, because he mentioned because I. At that time, I was living in Pantigo, and my dad had always told me horror stories about Dallas, about how crazy it is, how bad the traffic is, and like, yes, it is, it is. So I was like, man, I'm never going to Dallas. Like, I can't go to Dallas, like, I'm gonna (laughs) die going to Dallas. Um, So it was really one of my first times ever, like, exploring, like, downtown Deep Ellum area. So we ended up shooting in Deep Ellum, and ended up downtown, and as we were driving, we had passed by the Nasher, and he mentioned something about it being his favorite museum, and I was just like, I've never been to a museum, you know? And then we did our shoot and we happened to be back over there and we were like, Well, let's just go. So yeah, we ended up in there. And it wasn't just like a walkthrough, let's look at art, but like he like knew stuff about the pieces and was dropping knowledge and like staff was
0: like, Oh, biggers is here.
4: (laughs) So that was like really attractive to have like this dude who was an artist because up until that point, like, even my boyfriend at the time and like all the dudes I had dated before were not into art like they would make fun of me for liking art or liking certain things so to see this dude who was an artist like full time and like was smart and cool it was like oh hmm hey (laughs) Um, so yeah like we did the yeah yeah we did the (laughs) museum thing we did the museum thing he took me to this cool like little marketplace restaurant thing another thing that was like blowing my mind I had never seen before yeah like 19 year old Sam was like what (laughs) (laughs) what okay and then the next week I broke up with my boyfriend
0: and oh we've my. been hanging out ever since well
1: that's cool it worked out yeah, it did sorry yeah. ex we don't yeah. need you I'm wow. not sorry
0: <laughs> y'all are starting to convince me that love is real oh my god
1: we have a whole debate that goes on we here we do so thank you for right. showing us so, no message.
3: doubt <laughs> it's, a, it's a real thing It, it um like I said it, I didn't believe in love at first sight until I met her like it literally was oh a God, i knew God. immediately
0: bro all right i'm i don't have kleenex here bro
3: <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying like just. i was definitely one of the the people that was like yeah nah like people get married because of convenience people don't get married because they actually you know but
1: you still put a ring on it look yeah at you. so yeah,
3: yeah. Boom. I de- it changed it changed the way i look at life so beautiful
1: that's what it's supposed to do yeah, yeah. That's so dope so i i I'm wondering, now that you've had success in your artistry, who are your biggest uh, <clears throat> inspirations?
3: Um, I would say I'm always inspired by... Just conversations that I have and and music or movies that I'm watching, um, I I gain inspiration literally from any and everything. Mm -hmm. The people that I look to uh, in terms of, like, I love their work and I'm big fans, the biggest fans of their work, Kahinde Wiley, Chuck Close, Ron English. Even though I don't do what he does, I really love Cause's work. Who else do I always? So
1: you've been going to a lot of Fort Worth museums recently. Mm
3: -hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, Fort Worth is quietly, quiet as it's kept, Fort Worth is kind of the shit. I love in terms of culture, like in terms of culture, yeah, forward Worth sure. is kind of, kind of just slapping Dallas across the head. But <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Like it's like I said, I, I, I really enjoy that. And then as far as music video inspiration, it's the like the normal, like the usual suspects, like. I say that and then go blank on everybody's names. That's always Um, happens. But growing up, like, you know, being a kid in the 90s and and being a teenager in in the 2000s... Actually, I was an adult in the 2000s, whatever. (laughs) But, like, Hype Williams and Dave Myers and Little X and seeing all their videos, like, really inspired me to really want to do that, like, for a living. So those are definitely my my biggest inspirations.
4: I think for me, as far as, like, music, obviously, like, the Beyoncés, the Kendricks, I just really love how clean everything they do is and Mm -hmm. how it's like a full package deal you can tell that everything has been thought of like all every little detail is totally deliberate and nothing is accidental and I think Mm -hmm. that's really important when it comes to art across all like genres not just music but like you know visual arts as well. I've been reading comic books more, and so like I've got a couple of like comic book artists like Jen Bartel and Cameron Stewart. I really like them. I can't. I don't know how to say the guy's name. Cotez, I know it's his last name, but he does the the new uh, Black Panther okay. comic book. Yeah. So. You know, I really oh, like
1: oh Tanahisi Coast. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes.
4: Okay, yes. he's dope. butchering everything.
1: No, it's he's a a hard name to say. Yeah,
4: it's like but no one's really ever cool. said this out loud. I yeah. don't know how <laughs> words mean. I like it. He's um, really cool. But yeah, and then something that has been making me really put more thought into my work as of late is the internet. Mm-hmm. Not not the band, but like the internet <laughs> as a whole and the way that they will dissect things. And like, yeah. like, even if that meaning wasn't actually there, they'll find meaning in the smallest things it. or connections in the smallest things. And it's it's just making me really think more about what I'm doing and how piecing things together because knowing that there might be somebody out there dissecting my work in oh, that absolutely. manner is like, it's kind already, of, yeah, it's kind did, of fascinating, yeah. but yeah. it's almost like, hmm, maybe I'll hide some little Easter eggs no, in for here. Sure. I mean,
1: we from. want that now. I know, especially yeah. with like, yeah. Kendrick's yeah, the first one that comes to mind mm-hmm. for me most recently, we yeah. like, we joked about it on our first episode where literally the internet came up with this entire theory of a, a second, second album, album. and yeah. like, this was the theme and it for it, and this was the meaning. And I was like, whoa, yeah, man, I hope this really happened. Yeah, wanted believe it. So I just, it is brilliant. The internet itself, like, obviously we've kind of grown up with it and mm-hmm. listened to many other generations, but it is like a, a truly fascinating.
4: Yeah, place. it's definitely this huge, like, living organism definitely. in its own right that's just constantly shifting and moving. So yeah, no, I think it's really cool.
1: We love you, internet. Thanks for being there for us. <laughs> and um, Spongebob. And we
0: heard, what? <laughs> and Spongebob.
1: Oh, gosh. In yeah. Spongebob. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish I that. need to like engrain that, that into my that brain good. forever. That was, that was good. I wish that, that our listeners could see that. But I'm glad that I did. Classic. That Sorry you guys missed out. That was beautiful. <laughs> Um, a meme of Rafa as I did. It's really ugly. I'll show y'all later. Oh, you're gonna pull it up right now. I am. Oh my God. That's gosh. pretty yeah. good. I haven't Ooh. even seen that many lately. They kind of, they kind of turned it down. They'll come back. Turned it down a bit. Yeah. Memes, memes either die quickly or live on forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> I could make it better, you guys.
0: That's really the good. moment
1: I have the time to pull that on to Photoshop. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really
0: I thought you were so sick and tired of the Photoshop. Oh
3: my! <laughs> I thought that's what that's not. what. Yeah, well, it happens.
1: I honestly kind of am, but yes. Alrighty, so we heard you built the stage for your sold-out release show. Yeah. That is amazing. I need all the details.
4: I mean, I guess it wasn't like what I was standing on, but I was, I did try my hand at being like very deliberate about how things were set up. So like I remade all those bars that are on the cover of my album and made those my background so that it was almost like I was a living, breathing like the album itself, Mm -hmm. which felt, you know, it seemed like a great idea because it was like, okay, this is the album release and I am the album. Like let's represent (laughs) that visually. So, and that's just one of the things that I try to do. Like I feel like, some artists like they're great they make good music but their visual presence is lacking and in this day and age like a visual presence can make or break you like it's very important so Mm -hmm. i try to be mindful of that whenever i'm performing
1: no definitely that is amazing i'm sad i didn't see it now (laughs) it's a little bit in the past but that's really great and jeremy one of my favorite things that i've seen from what i found on the lovely internet was that your twitter bio said you were an aspiring feminist Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i really appreciated that and i wanted to know maybe how about you came to that aspect of your identity
3: okay um I was, I still am a male. Um, (laughs) I grew up up as a male. I was raised. I identify as a male. And once Sam and I, you know, when you're in a relationship and it gets past the like the cutesy, Mm -hmm. like you start, yeah, Mm -hmm. you start getting into like real things that like make your significant other tick. And I was seeing just how emotional she was about certain things and how things that I've never considered, things that doesn't affect me directly in my everyday, you know, interactions with people, there were things that were really bothering her that, you know, she would go through or that she would have to deal with. And so seeing her be so emotional about it and seeing um, how people responded to her just being a woman and like, there were little things that as a male, I, I feel like it's my responsibility to be like a, you know, an advocate for people that are female or mm-hmm. that are women. So I, it made me a, like, it's kind of like, I don't want to go too deep, but you how- You go too deep. How-, <laughs> how some white people when it comes to people of color won't because they're so stuck in being white people mm-hmm. that they're not willing to see it from the other perspective right, they can't. I think sometimes that that's not sometimes most times it's, that's extremely detrimental to the cause not saying that we need as brown people we need mm-hmm. their cosign to do stuff but right, if know. you have a platform or you have a voice or, or people will actually listen to you saying certain things um, I think it's important to do that and so for me like I'm not gonna act like I have a huge following or a huge you know uh, voice but the little bit of a voice I do have I to make sure i you know do responsible things with it so for that like i think it was the the thing that finally put me over the top was there was a video a few years ago of a woman that was walking through uh new york uh being catcalled Mm -hmm. and the thing that really put things into perspective for me was like i remember watching that video and i was just like yeah it's not that big a deal like if if i walked through you know brooklyn and somebody was catcalling me for 10 hours straight like Mm. i'd be like okay and and i would go home and sleep great that night it wouldn't even affect me but she was like well yeah that's because at no point do you feel threatened by you know like at any point do you feel like you're in danger for your life Yeah. yeah so she was like there's no point where you felt like you were in danger that's why you feel that way and I was like well I never considered that that's something that I never like there's a very real possibility that you know. There's multiple cultures where women have been, you know, acid has been pouring on their mm-hmm. face, where they've been cut, you know, still, yeah, like, twenty seventeen things that happen just because they simply say no or they're not interested in. There's no right way to say, you know, no, I'm good, I, you know, I'm in a relationship or I have a dude or whatever. Like, there's still crazy dudes out there that Absolutely. won't take that, you know. So, like I said, that's something that I never considered. And once I, I realized that for myself, then it was just like, oh, how many other things have I been, you know, taken for granted or not really putting in the, the, I guess, the level of of seriousness just because it didn't affect me. And so, like I said, I think that is what flipped the switch in me, just not to be so, like, if it doesn't affect me, then it's not a real thing. Right. Uh, And I think that's what a lot of people
1: are dealing with right now.
3: They struggle with that right now It's just if you don't see it or if it doesn't affect your day-to-day life, then you just feel like it's not legitimate. So, like I said, I try to be really mindful of that, especially when it comes to women. Like, I don't like using female for -hmm. for women because... Yeah, like, no, it's... Yeah.
1: That's a whole nother
3: thing, yeah. but...
1: whole nother can of worms. It yeah, is, so... But, so you attribute it to Sam. Then.
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. And for Sam, sure.
1: will you tell us a little bit about maybe your identity with... Like, would you consider yourself a feminist? Absolutely. And I feel then, like everybody should
4: f- consider themselves a feminist. I feel like we're at this point where people are throwing around the term feminist and social justice warrior as if they're a bad thing. And I'm like, oh, so fighting for the equality of everybody and women and you know, standing up for people and marginalized peoples—that's a terrible thing. That's right. bad. I should be a. Affa- I should be like ashamed of doing right. that. Or like,
1: the, yeah, they definitely try to. Shame and I'm
4: just it. like, why? Or
1: now it's become trendy, which is kind of scary. Also, yeah. yeah. It's like, what is that doing?
4: Yes, for? it's so yeah. like there's that false sense mm-hmm. of feminism I've sort of started thinking about it in terms of like religion where everybody mm-hmm. thinks that their set of beliefs is correct right. and they're like even within each set of religion there's still like you know you'll have your Episcopalians you'll have your Baptists you'll have like there's always those little tweaks that have been happening in like the little groups so I feel like that definitely applies to something like feminism like there's always groups that think about it in different ways for sure and then you have the people that see it and have this preconceived notion of what it is and to them it's a negative Mm -hmm. and i feel like those people are just not willing to do their due diligence and their research and see that this is not in no way, shape, or form is this negative. I think a lot of times people tie feminism to misandry and they just see Mm -hmm. it as, oh, we just hate men. It's like, that's not not at all all what it is. Like, you just heard femme in this word Mm -hmm. and you think it's only about women. And it's like, yes, it's about women, but it's also about, you know, the greater good for everybody. And once I started getting into that thing and, like, we would have more conversations, I could see the wheels, like, turning in his head. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm really Really happy that he did that I know there are women out there who are not as lucky as me that their partner understands what they're where they're coming from and is supportive of these you know feelings and thoughts that they have so I'm eternally grateful that he was like yeah no I can definitely stand no, beside hard you in this. It's a thing
1: to understand mm-hmm. when society either hasn't taught you at all or they tell you it's you mm-hmm. know women that hate men when it's like no we literally That's just want to uh, be equal so yeah. it's it is it is a big deal and that is exciting and good that it went well for y'all yeah. because as artists with voices it is important even you know those two words on your twitter bio like you know some right. dude that sees that might be like whoa right yeah so it does make a huge difference and it's obviously very evident in your work and that's really really important so thank you for doing that thank you um but that's literally why we started this whole thing because i was like yo i don't see anybody talking mm-hmm. with my right. brown yeah. voice in this yeah like sure. i'm i'm ready sure. to meet other people that are doing mm, the same like-winded. thing for sure so we'll go back, I guess, now that we've kind of reached some sort of the political climate discussion, as far as like, how has it affected your work within the last year? Mm-hmm. If past that, obviously go for it or just your identity in general.
4: I know for my prop, my album Spectrum, I definitely wanted to speak on things that are happening and I wanted to do it in a manner like... I feel like quote-unquote conscious rap gets Mm -hmm. like a bad rap pretty much. Like people feel like, oh, they're too smart or they think they're too too smart or whatever. Yeah, so when I was approaching my album, I wanted to... Speak on things in a slightly more, I guess, consumer friendly way, like Mm a, oh, this just sounds like if you're just listening to it superficially, it sounds awesome. But if you really like listen and start breaking things down, you can also see that there's substance there. And I think that's really important, especially in this day and age when people start to balk Mm
3: -hmm. when they
4: feel like they're being preached to. So I think it's important to to a certain extent, sort of like subconsciously that's the have those conversations it. yeah cuz that's how we got here a lot of this is just subconscious stuff that has been like taught and passed down and passed down and passed down it's like you don't even think about it anymore mm-hmm. you just do it and until we start to un you know unravel those like teachings it's going to be really hard to move forward so i think that more than anything has been sort of where i'm at it's like mm-hmm. it's like we should be able to normalize these things and normalize these conversations like we're not here for a fight. I'm just trying to let you know where y'all fucked up. Right. <laughs> that's what it
1: is. That's where we're gonna so, be from now on. Exactly. Right. It's like just yeah. because
4: you grew up and like lived this life up until now does not mean that it was right. Does not right. mean that y'all not weren't out of, out of line. Like, yeah, yeah. It's time to start making some changes. Definitely. So, I think that has been something that I've that's been on my mind is like you know just as artists and as people who are you know gaining what platform we have in this day and age. You say one thing and. They're on to the next and they're out of there. So it's being willing to take that risk to say things that, you know, some people might not agree with or, you know, believe in their way. And oftentimes when that happens, I'm like, okay, I didn't want you as a fan anyway, Mm because clearly you you don't need to be over here in this boat. I don't want none of that nonsense over here. So thanks for outing yourself. Right. Go on. But yeah, I think that's I think that's where we are, where people are just deciding. It's like, okay, I do this. I have this. I can say these things and those who are like-minded will support me and those who are not will go on about their business Mm -hmm.
1: but i think now more than ever is like we see other brown artists and it's Mm -hmm. we're ready to support them because we know where history has been and we're tired of it and we're saying okay i want to see people like me Mm -hmm. you know whether it be brown people or whatever it is that we're ready to feel that representation but
3: yeah i think for me I think speaking on that before going into me specifically, I think that stems from a we've only heard one voice in in the creative realm for so long, and right. it's been you know straight white men. The history of um, the United States,
1: yeah. Yeah. exactly.
3: So if if as a creatives, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of different um, you know contributing factors to that, but as creatives only white straight men have been heard this whole mm-hmm. time so now I think it's getting to the point where we've realized it I think we maybe realized it before but I think now like in the last few years we have finally realized like wait why don't we have representation? Right. Why don't we see, you know, it's an issue for, you know, to go to a movie and our whole lives we've only seen white lead actors mm-hmm. with, you know, brown sidekicks or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're getting to the point where we're recognizing that and we're just like, why is that? Like, why don't we see right. more of this? And or, or more we're going to
1: make our whatever. own platforms then exactly. to yeah. make so, this stuff.
3: So I think for me, seeing that and coming to that realization myself, uh, it's affected just not necessarily... It's affected the way I've approached my career in terms of not necessarily subject matter yet, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely working on some stuff that, that I'm going to speak on that. But like she said, it's it's less about trying to get big or get famous or, or really blow up doing it. It's more about like, I feel like I need to say these things because, like I said, the, the platform that we do have, I feel like there will be someone that will listen to it or at least try to see things a different way so Mm -hmm. it's definitely been important for me to to speak on those things and be a brown voice in this Mm -hmm. you know this white sea of in the art world because not just here or not just nationally but here at Dallas specifically the the 13 major galleries in Dallas just don't show anybody other than white males Mm -hmm. like it's just a fact of the matter like they've gotten in the last couple of years they've gotten a little bit better trying to you know diversify what they're showing but for me the word diversity is so like it's a catch-22 for me because right. i understand what they're trying to go for but usually when they use the word diversity it, it's showing that well we're in power and we're allowing you to you know show here or we're allowing you to speak or we're, we're giving you a platform and when in, in fact it's just like yeah who put you in that position like yeah. no i'm not gonna right. let like you... true
1: diversity would be yeah. cool but yeah. we're used to y'all exactly. doing this or
0: exactly. just using if us you're, as you're an able image. to fabricate a perception, yeah. Then no, yeah. We're already exactly. off to a wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And
3: so, for yeah. me, like, like I said, like, like the word diversity or, or like, even the word tolerance, like, to me, is Ugh. just like, I hate, I hate it yeah. because it's like, it implies that you feel like you are in the power position to give me the ability to do right. whatever it is. Um, and so, like, when it comes to transgender people or people of color or whatever, like, like we need to be more tolerant. It's like you don't have the power to say whether or not I can do what I'm doing is right just or wrong. You need business. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah, to do. like so. So for me, like I said, that it, for me, it's been more about. Like, how can I be a thorn in their side, Um, whether it's creatively, whether it's just being vocal about stuff, whether it's wearing shirts that make them uncomfortable, whatever it may be. Like, I think a lot of people going like being the long winded version, I think I think white people feel like they're under attack right now because. Everybody is simultaneously waking up and not putting up with that shit anymore. <laughs> Basically, and like, they're like, "Well, I feel like my whiteness is being attacked." It's like, "Well, we've been kind of under attack since <laughs> we've been here." So, even just
1: saying "white people" is like, "Oh my gosh, they're they lose by their mind. minds. They lose their minds. It's, it's, it right. it. it's so, crazy. And we're like, "We've been getting all these names." Yeah. Forever. So, that was actually nice <laughs> to you. <We could've> <laughs> yeah, we could have said much exactly. worse. And
3: so, yeah, like, like you see shows like on Netflix, like "Dear White People" yes, and, and stuff exactly. like that. And like, like I said, they're they're writing their little think pieces about how mm-hmm. offended they are and yeah. how this is not okay and if there was a dear black people in, okay. eh, shut the fuck up. We've been <laughs> we've been dealing with this for 400 plus years as a collective brown people in this country, mm. More, longer than that. Like you know, it, it's been it's since it, forever. It's a global. Since it's global. It yeah, it's globally. And everything. So now everybody is like, nah, we're not dealing with that anymore, and. They can't handle it, and going back to what Sam said about like, you know, this is how we've always done it, and it's like
4: that doesn't well, make it right. Um, it
3: doesn't. Times are changing, pimp. Absolutely. So um, <laughs> it's gonna get it's gonna get bad for you. So uh-huh. just go ahead and take this L like we've been doing for four hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, that's the
4: thing. I don't even think it's getting bad. Like it's not getting bad for you. You're not losing jobs. Like you're not just doing like anything. Like yeah. It's just different.
0: It's just it's just different. Get too,
3: like oh my You're God, mad. you have to play a video game as a black character. Oh my God, that's so... Oh, it's
0: terrible. Cool. Like yeah. the equalizer too, factor is becoming real. So yeah, now and they're it's like, oh, oh my God,
3: this is so tragic for me. I have to go watch a movie with a black lead that's not a Tyler Perry movie.
1: Stop. Oh my like, God. Like That's what it
4: is. They really see is. diversity as some form of oppression on oh, them and definitely. it's like, uh, no. And that's
1: because it's still not even like almost equal. It's literally just like becoming, like we're becoming aware of affair. it yeah, yeah. yeah. becoming
3: aware of it and it scares them it's not oh, even it's equalizing right. or normalizing it's literally we're becoming aware and making it and known that we're aware changes. of it we're and they're like, like hey guys oh. can we
4: just do this a little different <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: they're like <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you want to come see like we need this mural of Biggie out of Brooklyn oh, like yeah. oh, bitch you oh, moved oh, you gross. moved to Brooklyn what yes. do you mean Like, that's crazy yeah but yeah that's it's nuts or it's even nuts. with I,
1: I think of the Oscars when more people were nominated more films were nominated they were like oh where's Oscar so white we don't need the hashtag anymore yeah. It's, it's like yeah like nah, we this one time after you've got yeah. criticism for a year yeah and you move and y'all to, think it's
3: fine okay you sure. move to Oak Cliff and then get <laughs> mad because there's brown people there and then Stop. like
0: yep
3: or that's you, the worst you go to deep Ellum and it's oh it's too sketchy we need lights down here we need to make it more uptown like it's like oh my god you
0: know lately that conversation has been that it's getting out of hand I was like y'all didn't know deep Ellum back in the day yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah 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 it's yeah I don't want to I don't wanna say people live, <laughs> like the rash of robberies and, and I'm like, that didn't used to that's, happen. Yeah, that's I'm not scary. gonna I'm not gonna act like, you know, I'm blaming it on one I'm not pointing the fingers doing what y'all would do to us, but that never happened before y'all got down here. So
1: So we're blaming it on you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: Take your ass back to Uptown. And, <laughs> All yeah.
1: right. So then as far as your Ooh. personal identities go, do you wanna discuss a little bit about how you came into yourself in your work and how you're going to continue to. That's awesome. I feel like if anything, I've just become more vocal Mm -hmm. as
4: far as like through my work. Because, you know, like growing up as a girl, it's just like, you know, you're always told you can't be a certain way or you have Mm -hmm. to be a certain way or you can only be one thing. Like you can't do multiple things. And as a woman who's now moving in the realm of hip hop, which is traditionally a male dominated field. It's like, I cannot put a damper on myself to make somebody else more comfortable or fit myself into a box that they feel more comfortable receiving it's like that's not my job Mm -mm. it's your job to figure out whether or not you come into the show that's all I need to know Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't matter like Uh I I have to do what I have to do that you know makes me able to sleep at night Mm -hmm. so I think it's just for me it's definitely just coming to a point where I'm more vocal and more unapologetic in my work and not feeling like I have to tiptoe around the fact it's like oh I'm a rapper it's like no I'm a rapper and yeah, I got this show it. where I'm opening for Lupe on Saturday yeah. what you want to do Girl. like
2: <laughs>
3: talk to him talk to him, yeah, let, him know. let him know talk that shit yeah
4: yeah being able I think we talked we talked about this a little bit like last week just at the house sometimes you have to drink your own Kool-Aid mm- oh absolutely like you just have to you cannot keep just dampening yourself like actually I remember uh, one of my fans yelled at me because every time he saw me, he'd be like, oh, there's the famous Sam Lau. She's so famous. You're a legend and blah, blah, blah. And I used to downplay it, you know, on mm-hmm. some, oh, I'm, you know, you have to be yeah, modest. Everybody you be tells humble, you, you have to be modest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just be modest. And, you know, they're like, "Nah, nah, you know, I'm just out here. And finally, one time he's like, why do you do that? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I feel like you're a legend. Why would you take that away from me?
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And ever since I had that conversation, you know, I really thought about it. Like, if you go so long... Telling people who look up to you that you ain't shit, that you're just like a regular person. Eventually, they'll be like, "Oh well, it's from the horse's mouth. They're Mm -hmm. just a regular person." Like, they you will lose your your luster and your glow to them because you've told them repeatedly that you're nothing special for them to also believe in you. So at the end at some point you have to be like okay i'm doing this i'm awesome i'm great and like there's ways to do it without being cocky obviously or being too overbearing or arrogant and i feel like people need to be reminded of that like yeah being modest or being humble is cool but not at the detriment of how you're received by people for sure so
1: yeah and that's absolutely different being a brown woman doing it exactly you know oh my gosh for sure because they're allowed to do that yeah they are allowed to do that
4: like People don't know how to handle me when I come into the venue. And I'm like, no, if you're asking questions and trying to figure out what's being done, you need to speak to me, mm-hmm. not my DJ, not whatever, not Jeremy standing next to me. Like, you don't need to reach out to my husband about what I'm doing as far as work. Because yeah, if you're discussing you. yeah. my work and trying to do business with me, you need to be speaking to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And sometimes people don't know how to handle that. And that is immediately a little red flag in my book. And I'm like, mm, there you, go. Now you don't know. just circumnavigate. Just right. Don't go around you. But it's like, yeah, I can't stop doing that because then I immediately lose as soon as I start doing that. So, you know, just got to keep it going.
1: Definitely.
3: Yeah. And then if you do that, like, because you're a woman you're if you treat people that way they consider you a bitch quote mm-hmm. unquote but if a dude did the same thing I'll be bitch I'll be a bitch
1: going to the bank I'm a
3: yeah but if a dude did the same thing he's like oh no he's just about he's his confident. business he's yeah. confident he's about his he's business real. he's real he's serious about his
1: that's the same in the workplace like yeah. a corporate Stop. world job same yeah, thing it's
3: it's trash for me, I think coming into to my own, um, I had to just realize, like one, I can't do this for other people. Um, a lot of my life, I was just me doing things that were for my mom, you know, as approval or mm-hmm. whatever. Like It got to a point where I was tired of trying to fit everybody else's idea of me um, and just got to a point where I was like, nah, I just want to do what I want to do. And going back to what Sam was saying about how people try to fit you into different boxes, uh, with me being a multi- um, I guess a multi-disciplined Artist and since I do so much Everybody wants to only put you in One box and one neat little you know Like you're a painter so only be a painter I can't like I can't wrap my mind around you being a Painter and a videographer or a photographer Or you know a designer or whatever And we so have
1: complexities folks <laughs> Yeah
3: and so with me and then you know I would always Hear people like Like, multiple people, like, people that, you know, are are respected in the city, like, you need to focus on one thing, like, don't do, you know, don't waste your time spreading out, you know, you could be really amazing painter if you just painted and you didn't, you know, split your time and can you imagine how good you would be if you only did one thing? And so, for me, like, I don't want to give too much information that it would tie that up in a nice little package, but... (laughs) I won an award for one of the things they said, you know, you I couldn't do, doing. I should stop doing. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. And so to win an award in both fields is just like, yeah, I know. So for me, it got to a point where I had to stop believing the hype of the, you know, uh, jack of all trades, master of none belief system um, and start like flat out telling people like, don't project your limitations onto me. Just cause yeah. you can't do two things at once, doesn't mean-, doesn't mean I can't be great at two things at once. There you go. So, or multiple things, nothing had to be two things. Mm-hmm. So if I'm putting in the hours to be great in all those you know areas who are you to tell me I can't be great at just because I said you can't do it or you can't wrap your mind around someone doing it um so once I came to that realization then it it stopped being about like pleasing other people and I was just like it got to a point where my competitiveness came out more so and it was just like yeah I'm on your head like I'm great at this I'm great at this I'm gonna be good at this anything I pick up I'm gonna probably be good at and I'm not gonna be apologetic about it like I'm not gonna be like yeah I'm gonna you know be humble about it and, and be humble in a sense of I'm not just gonna be be an arrogant asshole where you're like you know, I'm not going to be the dude showing up to the court telling you how great I am at shooting threes. Um,
1: <laughs> you can be if you want. Like, I'm not going
3: to be that dude because then you start, like, picking apart, like, my form and all uh-huh. that. Other... I'm not going to be that dude. But <laughs> at the same time, like, if you're talking shit, I'm going to talk shit back. And, like, that's just who I am. Like, So um, that's how I kind of approach, like, art and just creative creativity as a whole is, like, I'm going to be over here doing my thing. If you come over here talking shit, I'm definitely going to fire back. Mm-hmm. But for the most part like 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 i said like we we're very bad about not tooting our own horns sometimes and sometimes we're doing some pretty massively start big tooting things it for y'all. yeah for real because
0: if, if, you, if you listen to what y'all are saying like we understand the immensity of the ideas that you're talking about right and it's obvious from the work that you've done yeah you're highly respected you're highly esteemed you're highly successful absolutely but Appreciate the way that you talk when you say you know reserving your voice and saying that it might not be that big or you know talking about Mm a you know the way that you react to a fan's response but honestly those are the things that make the world move so your impact is actually global when we talk about that stuff like when you were literally when you were talking right now I was thinking you know the jack of all trades master of none thing but you know that mentality is wrong and I'll I'll be I'll be someone to say it's mad (laughs) dated yeah Yeah. but it's like yo no person does one thing yeah especially when yeah Yeah. and so you cannot you can can, in this day and age it is impossible to be that but that also shouldn't be like the bar like oh he's a he's a dope trumpet player and that's it that's all he's good for and like no yeah (laughs) like you yeah, have to understand, sure. like, the planet that we live on, yeah. the complexities of human nature. Yeah, right? and, for sure. you know, we're beyond that. Like, just for get sure. over it. Yeah. yeah. But
4: people love to say that. They love to throw that in your face. But it always comes from people who ain't doing shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And right. it's hard. And so, and, and and I personally, I came to a point where I was like, you know, try to understand the people that need that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was like, man, like, it sucks that, you know, this person will criticize to the T every single thing that happens about mm-hmm. this or even you. Mm-hmm. But like when you look at their life, like it it's really Yeah. Like nothing Why is nothing? it always like it's that, a justification
4: though. for themselves. It is. It's exactly. A, it's a crutch that makes them feel better about if they can only handle one thing or if they're not even doing one thing, it's a crutch that's to them says that something is wrong with the other person and not yeah. wrong with them. Right. So they're just yeah. like project, projecting that insecurity it's like, I, don't yeah. put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: it's definitely, that's exactly what it is. I think it's, it's more of a, like you said, like it's, but, be- They want to justify why they're not, you know, manifesting or why they're not doing certain things that they always plan to do in their life. They have to have a reason for it. They have to be able to point the blame somewhere and they don't ever want to point the blame at themselves. Like, nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to say, you know, it's because of my shortcomings the reason these things are happening. They want to be, you know, they want to be like, well, it's because like with Sam specifically, um, I've heard multiple people like, well, I mean, she probably just had sex with somebody to get where she is. Or she probably just like like, all this other stuff. And it's like. Oh, okay so because you couldn't figure out a way to do it like okay or with me like well he probably knows somebody that's the reason yeah. it's like oh uh, okay man or that's, i'm a
1: dope ass artist yeah like
3: <laughs> or i stay up till 4 a.m almost every night working on God. shit maybe that's yeah. the reason why or maybe you know i don't go out to the club every single you know waking moment maybe i'm at home working on shit while y'all are doing other stuff and that's not to say that you have to do those things like but i legitimately am putting in those hours mm-hmm. so maybe that has more to do with it than whatever you're, you know, like I said, you're, you're like, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly.
1: So it's also, I think a big part of it, I feel like it is like being supportive of each other also helps and isn't like, I don't know. I I feel like I notice it more with younger generations that are actually willing to say, Hey, let me buy this for my friend instead of asking him for free, Mm -hmm. you know, or something like that. That support is really important Mm -hmm. and not you know releasing your negative energies on, on other somebody else yeah. Oh, yeah. but so we're going to switch it up a little bit maybe have some more fun times I I mean, lighter I mean. times um, briefly I have a game Oh, but yes. no one ever oh,
0: plays a game I forgot about yes. this part I forgot about
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes I like games I
1: do have a game I know you're competitive hopefully it doesn't get crazy no it's, no, not, it's, not, like a, crazy. it's not like a winning game but Aww. it's just like right. a <laughs> should right. we make it one no I'm just kidding okay I'm back in I'm back in
3: I'm back in alright oh my god I'm back in and a
1: brief question for Sam so we saw that you were wearing a bustier at your fortune fest hey, performance hey, mm-hmm. we're big selena bra. fans it's so we're like
0: no is we, you know we selena
1: fans you got all our fans love now they will all be listeners oh sure. my gosh for knowing that i remember i saw that in
4: big t and i was like oh, oh my god <laughs> need yes. yes yes i was yeah. like need i don't even know what i am going to wear this for yet but i need it how fun yes. and then yeah i put it on for that show and that's all i could
3: think of like the whole time Beautiful. i was wearing that that
1: warms all our selena yeah. hearts now yeah we're so happy that we were just just like we had to know we oh, had yes. to know
3: for sure and then uh also if anyone is listening that can get me a uh, a wall in Oak Cliff that I can paint a Selena mural on. Stop. I've, been me, I've been wanting to do that. We can give you all the walls. Are you kidding me, bro? I've been wanting to for a Let me. No, we, know we,
0: next, just yeah. we just got him a wall. We just got him a wall. Yeah, no, I've been wanting to
3: do that for a while. Um He's literally been talking about like, oh, it. I'm gonna so like mad.
1: Olivia Pope it and be like, It's handled. It's handled. Yeah, <laughs> I no will. Doubt. I got right. you in a week. All right, cool. I don't know about that, but I'm gonna try. I
3: mean it's whatever. Like I've been wanting to <laughs> do it for a while. We got this. Decolo. For real, we'll make it happen. That's a bit no we got that's a would beautiful. So scratch that to everybody else that's listening Bye. We, don't we don't got it anymore
0: De Coco got it. got it we got
3: it we got it
1: alrighty so the game it's gonna be kind of a rapid fire you're gonna tell me the first thing that comes to mind when oh I say Lord. something yes. and All I'll right. make a big Terrible buzzing
0: sound games. if you're taking too long
3: alright cool okay y'all ready I'm in oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. y'all can't
0: see it but they're freaking out y'all I'm, so All right, I I'm freaking out.
3: I think I'm in alright
0: so, you
1: think you're in you're in already I'm sorry let's go alright so the first thing is love Jeremy
3: oh damn it <laughs> 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 winning, I can't say <laughs> I know I can't say Sam because then it's wife
0: Aww. There, you go. there you
3: go. y'all make me sick
0: yeah, is is love I love y'all dang it. it I love
1: y'all oh, beautiful okay ready this one's a little scarier at all least right. for me it makes me feel nervous because we me me. have this fight all not, the time we do
3: but all not right. me
1: best rapper alive
3: oh Ooh. god best rapper alive <laughs> We don't get any follow-ups. <laughs> alive.
0: Y'all taking
3: too so long. Y'all taking too long. Come on.
0: Y'all taking too long. so difficult. I'm going to say... That left brain working. Y'all taking too long. <laughs> I'm going to say... On. I know what you want to say, bro. Come on.
4: I really like Kendrick, so I'm going to go with Kendrick personally. Just
0: say it. You. Just say it, Jeremy. Sing. Just say it. I'm going
3: to say Jason. No, I, oh, I knew he was going to say that.
4: I knew our
0: answer. I knew it.
3: Okay, but to defend, okay, I want to say Kendrick. <laughs> please do. I want to say Kendrick, but we we you only had. Back. We also have this conversation. We only had best rapper alive. We didn't get a follow up. We didn't get any like clarification. Right. We didn't get right. Right. So if we're going on resume, because Jay is still alive.
1: I have Jeremy, to go Jay. We, <laughs> Y'all are same person. Jeremy,
3: we literally I have, have that Jay. discussion okay. before we record every episode. <laughs> I have to go Jay. But right now, in terms of music that they're making, Kendrick. It's Kendrick. Yeah. Obviously. That's literally, yeah, yes, it's That's literally yeah. our. It's, it's, it's I mean, it,
1: we'll see. We'll, when time when yeah. the time comes, we'll I, see. Okay. Yeah. After Magna but, Carta, I can't I can't, right? But now. Jay is
3: still alive, yeah. so I have to give it to Jay. That's what I'm saying. Even that's, though Eminem is probably my favorite. Okay. Pre G Unit Eminem,
2: <laughs>
3: fuck thanks. everything after G Unit, but um, yeah nah, I think Kendrick and Jay like would be one A and one B for me. We're dying
2: because
4: we
1: have this conversation. Yeah. like
2: so I feel okay. like it's a fair conversation. Yeah,
3: nah, it's yeah. legit. It's very legit. Yeah.
1: Kendrick crazy. Props. God. Well, nobody was a winner there. Although Kendrick's winner in my heart. All right,
4: yeah. fair enough. Damn. <laughs> I mean, he good. is out here shitting on fools. He so really is. Literally
3: physically he really shitting. is. Yes. Like, yeah. That, Videos are crazy.
1: Videos, those god. are videos. I I can't imagine anything being better. This because nah. Beyonce's not releasing anything with. Nah,
3: that we know. Oh, yeah. That it's we know. It'll be
4: like two more years before Beyonce <laughs> is like, all right, I'm about to shit on you girls. now <laughs>
3: She's about to drop a double album and name it whatever the <laughs> twins' names <laughs> are. Oh uh, yeah, she's just yeah.
4: gonna call it the Twins. It's yeah. a double yeah, disc album called the Twins. and It's gonna, gonna like come out. I'm sad that no one's it.
0: made like an Arnold Palmer mashup of her, of Lemonade. You
1: know oh my god, get like out. some geek
0: out.
3: That'd be great. That'd be awesome.
1: Like that. That'd be go awesome.
3: We'll work go work on do that. Some yeah.
1: Arizona tea and lemonade. Oh, no, yeah, that'd be. Hey, that could be something like kind of yeah. like <laughs> cultural. I
3: don't she's gonna know. drop some. Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> drop an album on a Saturday How we at midnight. Get
1: to Beyonce, okay, because it's
3: best. always about Beyonce. Always what do you mean? This this podcast is
1: <laughs> so it's amazing. Always about Beyonce. All right, the next one is Dallas, Texas.
3: <sighs> I'm trying to think of the perfect word. I, I know the sentiment that uh-huh. I want to say, but I'm trying to think of the word <laughs> or phrase. Um, I thought of
4: Reunion Tower. That's the first thing I thought of was a Skyline. That's what I pictured. Skyline,
1: that's a good one. I can respect that.
3: Okay, that's respectable. I was going a lot more dark. Uh <laughs> oh, I, <shoot. laughs> I want to know. Mine was going to be like, there's a lot of feeling, like stifling, <laughs> <and> just, <sighs> yeah, Dallas <laughs> just is... that grunt right there. That exactly. grunt, man. That's the... <laughs> like Dallas goes out of its way to like crush... Culture and that's, yeah.
1: The this is working on bringing it back. God, that's our man, entire thing. to
3: work. Yeah, that's. You yeah. appreciate it. So I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna say stifling. All right, is my word for that. That's
1: like, ooh, I don't even know who to give that one to. I'm like,
3: <laughs> we go reunion tower. That's, that's lighter. I'll give her Sam, that. Have you already
1: won? Basically, yeah. I'll give her that
3: point. Yeah.
1: All right, so this one oh, is goodness. Helen Mirren. Fuck yes. <laughs> Thank you. We oh, might have been on a we Twitter didn't, account. Have okay. I not talked yes. about this
3: earlier? But okay, <laughs> yeah, I love Helen Mirren. She's so dope. Yo, I, that's love, Helen Mirren. I the love
1: passion, her. I see it. I love
3: her. She's so fucking tight. <laughs> did y'all see that that like commencement speech she did last oh, no. over No, the I have it saved. I still no. haven't seen
0: it. Yeah, Where was but it at? I did watch it. It was Rad. at
3: uh, Tulane. Like okay. two days ago. she was at Tulane mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah. I love Helen Mirren, like just in movies, but that commencement speech, like, put it over the top for me, like, yo, she's the shit.
1: I don't think I saw that one yet. Yeah, she's the shit. I'll watch it after this. Yeah,
3: I love her. She's tight.
1: Do you have anything for Helen Mirren?
3: I mean goals Goals I just goals. want to be like her When I'm old Honestly
1: yeah She's like Yo. a solid looking She looks she's great
4: still She's like yeah. dope as hell As far yeah. as like acting yeah, She's she's, cool. she's funny She doesn't take she herself is. Too seriously But she can still that's like Knock out some serious roles <laughs>
3: That's why the Tulane Commencement speech Was so tight Because it's hilarious Oh yeah. lady goals Is that mean?
1: Did I? Is that mean?
3: Old no old lady goals, goals. No okay. that's, that's legit that's like, legit. Ooh, am that's I legit.
1: Ladies? I'm sorry. Nah, they're, no,
3: They're old. They've been here long <laughs> enough to have seen worse. Like, if old lady goes is offending them at old age, like that's true. Yeah, nah.
1: All right, tacos,
3: delicious, delicious, <laughs> excellent.
1: They're his favorite
3: food. They're my favorite they? food. I
1: didn't even know that. Yeah,
3: See, I creeped on this for a little, oh. but not that deep. Yeah, tacos are my favorite food. So I'm gonna say uh, LCI. Ooh talk to him yeah what's,
0: talk up? To him, what's, bro?
3: Up? what's <laughs> up what's up what's <laughs> up what's
0: up yeah he's about to break the mic up i know yeah. i'm going to
3: say think uh, that's, elote that's, man that's yeah mad at me the elote man
1: my heart is Bruh. warm all right taco's are delicious
3: man excellent undefeated
1: undefeated yeah the next one kanye west
3: 808 and heartbreak nah genius
1: hmm. <laughs> It's like we're eating tacos, but we're not. We're just talking about tacos. Yo, I'm so
3: getting tacos after this. I haven't had tacos in at least three days. I'm I'm getting hangry. (laughs) I'm so getting LCI after this.
1: Yes. Okay. I don't even know who's winning anymore. I kind of okay. stopped. I Sam know, always yeah.
3: wins. Sam always wins.
1: Sam wins all of our hearts. You know whatever. she does
0: because every time she answers, you reply with her
3: answer. Yeah. And then you. And she's quick. She's yeah. No. Nah, she is quick. She's following yeah. the
1: game.
3: See. Okay. True story. That's just it mirrors our life. <laughs> <laughs> it mirrors our life. This is actually a
0: psychological game to see how the yeah. inner
3: workings of your relationship. Yeah. 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 yeah, so. yeah true story. All right. Boom. I'll try to be quicker. All
1: right. This is the last one actually. So right, there we go. I hope you're ready. I'm I'm
3: ready. I'm okay, not. Okay,
1: best movie you've seen in the last year? Shit. <laughs> uh, we to go to movies
3: all the time. Now we haven't been this much. Um, what have we really liked recently? <laughs> damn it. I thought you oh, um, had this one ready. In the last year? Get out.
4: oh i did really enjoy get out yes
3: she stole one of my answers
1: (laughs) now it's equal
4: i did enjoy get out and part of it was also because of what we talked about earlier with the internet like digging through and like yeah Yeah, for sure things together
1: and then uh jordan peele would respond yeah thank you i love hearing from the creators
3: that and um twofer my twofer answer um mrs peregan's home for Whatever the fuck, children.
4: Yeah, we watched yeah. that. I saw the commercial that she was, and that, that was shit was tight.
3: Mm. She was super tight. It could have been tighter, but... Yeah, that's my problem <laughs> our, with that. Our, our fan theory made me think it's one of the best movies I've seen. Oh. Yeah. You know what makes me really sick? Uh-oh.
1: What, what be,
0: you about I'm to I'm say? I'm going to be extra real right now. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. When you asked that question... What? Jeremy said, what have we seen? Right. Ah, and, and Sam said, what did we really like? And <laughs> even right now when y'all are done, y'all are talking collectively. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all are as distinct as you can be as as artists, respectively, <laughs> and I'm like, that's really dope. But y'all are still talking, and we y'all make me so sick. I
1: love y'all. In a beautiful way. It's,
3: you know, it is what it is. It's love. You can't help that. Love.
1: All right, I think that's the end of the game, actually. Oh no, nah, I need so I need, I need at least
3: six more questions. Six. Who
1: won? I mean, I, I need to throw catch some up. Stuff. You I want need throw six more stuff? questions. Let's throw some stuff. Yeah. You, you go for it. Uh, the album you're listening to most right now. Ooh, I'm.
4: Is it ridiculous that I've been listening to mine a lot?
1: To, oh, no, not at all.
4: <laughs> I've been listening to mine a lot because, like, I, I go through this thing where it's like, you know, you'll finish a, a project or, you know, whatever piece you've been working on. And you'll revisit it later. And you're like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. That's a thing. So it's like that. And we're, like, shooting music videos. And, like, so I've been, like, dissecting my own stuff to, like, see how to represent it to people. Yeah. So I've been listening to my... my album Spectrum a lot actually
1: Spectrum um, iTunes I think right it's on SoundCloud
4: right SoundCloud now. right yeah.
1: now
3: Damn yes mm. I should listen to that I'm kidding he likes okay. to torture like, me wait like, like, what too. is the, who's this who's this Kendrick Lamar <laughs> no um Damn for sure um Everybody Logic's album just oh. y'all
1: are literally the same okay right, well,
3: like, this is the thing this is the thing I'm not a Logic fan I've never been a Logic fan I never liked Logic uh he's just forget he's as forgettable maybe more than j cole and Ooh, i bro, we're gonna,
0: we gonna record <laughs> episode hot. three or episode four <laughs> and it's just gonna it's just gonna yeah. be a j cole oh, yeah episode. that's
3: tragic no. that's tragic no one will listen oh they'll listen to it and they won't I'll, remember will, it. Immediately
0: forget <laughs> it. they won't remember it but we'll get afterwards. platinum status yeah
3: you won't have any features on it still won't get listened to <laughs> so i like logic's album just because i'm a half white half black you know man so mm-hmm. like listening to that album from that perspective like there's never been an album from that perspective so listening to that is like tight to me so I've been listening to that quite a bit too there
1: hasn't been yeah holy shit
3: yeah so I it's pretty tight that. it's pretty tight being like mixed and hearing like somebody else with their experiences like I'm like I never realized that's been an underrepresented thing yeah. in my life as a person that grew up I as like that there, we yeah. talked about that last time though because yeah.
0: yeah, there, there's, a, there's, I a, there's a group of people that others. have yeah no no I no, mean, no, no. There but there's a group like you know a lot of sometimes you know it's hard to focus on one sentiment and say that it's the majority, but a lot of people were upset saying that, you know, what he says on some of his music, like he says the n-word, right. and the, the perception is, well, why is he allowed to say that? Like he can't say that. Like yeah. why? Versus other artists that... Yeah willingly yeah. say it and it's openly accepted yeah. and so it's like that's where you you know you look at the nuances in between you know Logic and somebody else and you're yeah. like well you know what's the problem and who is really making that an issue
3: mm-hmm. yeah I think it's for Logic specifically it's because he's white passing uh, everybody it's thought like, he was white forever white Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody thought he was white forever so that's I think where the, the bulk of it and even when they find out he's half black they still are just there's like
4: there's always that yeah, as though, a mixed so, person nah, you're never black, nah, black yeah, so. exactly. you, you
3: still look white so I I don't, that's I'm that's not comfortable with it because you look white but as being half black half white I've been told my whole life you know if you got one drop of black blood you're black so for me again going back to the don't don't project your limitations onto me like I'm not going to like completely ostracize and discredit my mom and my mom's side of the family just because it makes you comfortable to put me in the black box right like yes i identify as being black i grew up in the hood i grew up as being raised as a black dude but i'm just as much my mom as i am my dad so for you to sit here and say you know half of me is non-existent is like nah like i love my mom so fuck you um i can be both but like i said i identify as being a black dude so i can say nigga too fuck you like i'm good real shit yeah real shit yeah
1: do we have any other rapid fires? Yep. If not, we're going to um,
0: wrap it up. Best rapper in Dallas. Ooh, Ooh.
1: Me? Ooh, oh! I love you. <laughs> in,
0: Jeremy's in trouble because he didn't answer right away. No, was I was drinking. Water. I was drinking water.
3: But I have oh, a t-shirt. I have a t-shirt that says my wife is my favorite rapper. So there's that. So there's that. There's that. I shouldn't have
0: asked that question. It just made me even more <laughs> yeah, nah. disgusted at how a, beautiful you okay. are.
3: Honestly, I'm gonna I'm be real. I'm gonna be real, and I'm gonna piss some people off right now, but Uh-oh. they'll get over it. Um, for real. There we go. I honestly believe Sam is the best rapper in Dallas, and that's not even cool. me like being like biased or whatever. I honestly believe that you put any other rapper in Dallas, and people are gonna be mad, but fuck them, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I honestly believe you put Sam in the same you know songs with anybody else, like. She holds her own. I don't. Yeah. S- I can't say that for every single rapper in Dallas. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna say Sam.
1: Yeah, Sam.
3: Uh, uh one B. Rapper. One B. Yeah. One B. and This is biased for sure. I think underrated wise, I'm gonna say uh, 88 Killer. Not because it's Ooh. the homie, but yeah. that's the that fool right be spitting, t- and out. I feel like he doesn't get any like. I don't feel like he gets the the recognition and the the oh, appreciation he that he deserves. Yeah, he's
0: one of my personal favorites yeah. locally.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say him for sure. And then one C. Uh, I'm gonna say that man right there. That
0: man's a fucking beast. He well, tried to rap like battle me and I'm and like And she wouldn't take it. Yeah, she
3: shouldn't. I can't. She shouldn't. I've seen you I've seen you destroy people. I've seen you destroy people. I would have been friendly. Nah, I've seen you I've seen you destroy people. He's
1: also the one that's like humble. And it would have yeah, been nah.
3: a friendly <laughs> battle. No, of, um, I literally nah. like
1: can't even spit. I just I love rap. I love yeah, music, but no, I can't. I'll cry. Yeah, nah,
3: I really feel like people are gonna be like, oh that's a very political answer of course he's gonna say it. like, but no I really do like I'd put money on that squad like if I put that squad out against anybody like whoever else wants to put a team out I'd be like yeah that's my three go, go with, it. Boom. Go with Boom. it go with it go with it see what you can do
0: so that new Sam 88X mixtape coming out soon <laughs>
3: yo it's coming
0: that was the segue
3: that was the segue for the, the <laughs> that album the, that's the whole reason, reason we actually brought him
1: in um, <laughs> Well, thank y'all so much for being here with us at The Colores Radio. Are Absolutely. there any things y'all want to talk about upcoming projects? Anything
0: yeah, we should look forward to? Tell us what y'all got going on. We
4: come mm-hmm. to my Lupe show on Saturday. Ooh,
1: I really That's want... a big deal. It is. Good I, for you. It's, it's
4: I'm holding it like close to my heart. I feel very special about it because on that first date that we had, he was breaking down Lupe lyrics Stop. to me in the car. Because
3: I'm the hip-hop nerd that I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so This
1: bro- is like a full
4: circle Yes For it to be here cool. And me making music And then opening for Lupe I'm just man, like man, Y'all it's gonna make me
0: so angry <laughs> If y'all aren't like Couple goals I don't know what is Is like, that like it's, a Dallas Couple of the year? We're giving out that award yeah. Dallas You're talking <laughs> about yeah. the earth You're talking earth. about the earth. <laughs>
3: earth But no It's like <laughs> That's I don't get embarrassed Often but that little nerdy tidbit right there is like really embarrassing <laughs> for me. But- It was
4: so sweet though. It is it was like- really cute. Yeah, it's <laughs> It made me love Lupe. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know this artist existed.
0: Like- uh.
2: Yes.
4: So yeah, also I want a lot of people to come so Lupe thinks I'm cool and like takes me on tour with him. Yeah. So there's that. Lupe,
0: that. if somebody find Lupe, put this in his ear. Sam is dope as fuck. She is. You know, fuck with us. Dallas, come Texas, yeah. town. You know what it is. Come through.
1: Hey, yeah. come through Saturday at what time? Uh, that? Typical show time.
4: Eight at Granada Theater. Okay, cool. 8 p.m. Granada. Um, be there. Be Square
1: sounds dope. Maybe Jeremy. we can make it out.
3: For me, I don't really have many things coming up. I always got something, but I I never really give too much. You'll hey, see you it when you see it
1: in our show. We would
3: love you'll to you'll have see do. something when you see it. But I'm doing an art show uh, September 9th nice. at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in that show too.
3: Um, that's a thing. That's a thing uh, that's happening. And that's the only show I'm doing this year, probably. So mark Boom. your calendar. So, just for the people, I got to, yeah, I did too much last year. So, this year, I'm. I'm I want to be in the, the, the Decolonis yeah.
0: show. And just so that the people understand, like, the creative power that we have in the building right now is huge. It's <laughs> immense. There's ripple effects, there's trickle down effects. And if only people understood they would be equally excited yeah. as the sure. DecoCo team. For sure. For we sure. We are
1: very
3: Wait. When is, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk off. We'll, we'll figure <laughs> out what <laughs> I, is. I might, I might be able to I, I mean,
1: I'm trying to get you Selena Wall.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, since you're doing that, I might be able to do something.
1: Boom, <laughs> oh, we got you.
0: We already got that, that Selena oh, Wall. Oh, yeah,
3: and one more thing. Um, <clears throat> fuck Donald Trump.
1: hey Ooh we could go back into this it might be a whole nother hour that's fine
3: <laughs> I don't care fuck Donald Trump
1: that 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 we, that we all I feel, feel that. like that sentiment kind of wraps it up though
2: yeah. oh, yes. fuck Donald Trump yeah. that that is, yeah. love yeah. that's Donald
3: pretty
1: Trump. much our sentiment every episode
2: pretty yeah. much every day I mean,
3: you can just no, close out with like YG's like, YG's <laughs> like
1: all right. just play YG's off-rip. instrumental yeah, yeah. should have yeah. automatically gotten one mail to him absolutely yeah. so where can we follow you
4: um, you can follow me pretty much on all social media platforms at the Sam Lau that's T-H-E-S-A-M-L-A-O and you can also sign up for my newsletter at com so you yes. can keep up with everything that's going on and all my shows and such
3: uh, and then me it's uh, Stem and Thorn uh, S T E. M A N D T H O R N. I'm an artist, not a spelling bee champion. Oh, okay. so I yeah, nah, know. uh, Stem and Thorn on all social media. Like, I'm even on Pinterest because apparently I'm
0: Go ahead.
3: a 45 year old white woman. I do you you still know, print
0: shirts He's for myself. To get his own scoop now. For myself, I, I still, I still rock. My mom loves my Stem and Thorn Jesus shirt, oh, and <laughs> I love my Stem and Thorn oh. Jesus shirt. All right, I got, so you. I no, I got like, you. I got
3: you. I got you. I'll print for other people, but it's been a while since I've like actively release. try to like design a whole line and release yeah. and I mean, do all that. Maybe like, you
1: can do something with us We've been talking about
3: it. Most yeah. of the stuff I've been doing lately is like I need new clothes. I'm tired of wearing the same shirt or she's tired of seeing me in the same well, shirt. Well, you had that
0: one <laughs> shirt that made its rounds and like people were asking for it. Oh, Who told me about it? Snap. Uh-huh. I don't remember. I'm a big fan of wear or Wear your expressions Word, yeah, yeah So like I have, I made this shirt That says Mexican as fuck okay. Word, Oh, was yeah. it and the
4: legalized so, being black shirt? Yes, legalized yeah, yeah, being yeah, black right, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: And that was everywhere that was yesterday yeah. Did you really? Yeah That's tight yeah. That is tight. Yeah. tight I didn't even know Look at you, wow See that's dope So yeah, so like that's when yeah, i I saw with that, that, I was like, oh,
3: snap. No, I'm with that. We can, we can make that happen. Yeah. We can make Boom. that happen for sure. Yeah. Boom.
0: There you go.
1: Yeah. That's how it happens. Well, thank y'all again for being here with us at De Colores Radio. We're very grateful to have you here with us in studio. Thank you so much again to Sam Lau and Jeremy Biggers for being here with us at De Colores. We had so much fun with y'all. Y'all are beautiful. And me and Rafa believe I in guess. love again.
0: Well, I guess. No, you do. Nah,
1: he totally does. You guys. <laughs> he was like,
0: oh my nah, god. Nah, they were mad, mad props, and like their their goals. I'm they're excited. Goals
1: they AF. are they are goals AF. So thank you to them for coming into the studio with us and and giving us a little bit about their personal experience as artists and just having fun with us here. Our next segment is the lovely. I actually don't know if anybody this helps anybody, but I'm just gonna go for it because we. See. It helps Pat, so that's all that matters. I'm doing this for her. Pat the get. Self-care corner, which hopefully helps some of you, if not everybody, or at least gets your, your brain thinking about doing these things for yourself. As this month's topic is about mental health, we're going to discuss what our immediate go-to routine is for when mentally not feeling your best. I don't know what accent that was. Please don't hold me to I, it. I'm yeah, not that kind of person. Yeah, some, some kind of weird. Somebody's going to be disappointed in me. Perhaps... If you're having a feeling of anxiety or maybe your depression is back, what do you do? Tell me, Rafa.
0: You you're, you probably won't believe me, but I run.
1: Uh-huh, I've heard that. Yeah. I will believe you.
0: I run. I and I started running cuz G my you homie. Oh. Here from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center, hey, visual G, artist, G was good. He conned me into doing like a 5K about a year or two ago, about a year ago. And oh, uh, I, I wasn't that kind of runner. So I freaked out. I was like Michael Scott from The Office, like 5,000 miles.
1: Running for rabies. Yeah,
0: I did it. And I felt great. Like I felt so positive And yeah, and I was when, when we did that 5K, I know I was going through... Mentally, like a bunch of things that were kind of stressing me out, but I felt great. I was like, Oh, why am I stressing out? I can tackle these things, no sweat. No sweat, you get (laughs) it. Okay, go on. I'm sorry, but yeah, so after that, I was like, Maybe when you know people say that you should exercise. To feel better, they might be onto something.
1: No, it's a thing. Like that's yeah, unfortunately true, something so. I haven't personally gotten into. I plan yeah. on doing more. So I mean, it sucks. But a lot of people I know say that running helps them, and yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. No it,
0: offense to runners, to people that exercise, to athletes, but running sucks. <laughs> it's it freaking really does. Awful. It is, but it's the feeling amazing. After is yeah, pretty it's cool. amazing. Yeah.
1: No, I've totally heard that. That's a good, good. Uh, that was one of the tips I was going to give. So I'm actually glad you said it as someone that actually does it for your own personal uh, reasons. But everybody has different things that help them. And maybe these aren't exact things that will work for you. And I know some people joke about some of these things because anytime you have anxiety or depression, these are some of the things that are recommended to you. But they do actually help in some ways. The first thing I always tell people, which is so like cliche, I guess, is meditation. Yeah. Meditation, since I started having issues or recognizing my issues, has been a lifesaver, literally for me, because I'm able to go into like a separate part of my mind that is outside of myself. Mm, And then I'm able to really find a calming or force like a peace of mind onto myself and there's actually some really cool apps out there. So there's my self-care corner tip, I guess. There's apps. One is called Breathe or Stop, Breathe, Think, I believe. And then another one called Calm. So it kind of just depends on your personal preferences, but they have like free things to follow and you can personalize your mood. So like it says, how are you feeling today? Physically, mentally, emotionally. And, you know, I'm in there like, I'm a mess, (laughs) but it really helps because then they they recommend, okay, do this meditative exercise for seven minutes or 10 minutes or three minutes. And then it it like walks you through a process. And I usually do it. You know, when I'm not feeling my best But it also is really good to do before you go to sleep So you kind of get that peace of mind before you go to bed So I really like that Another thing I do is journal And growing up, I didn't like journaling It felt like a school force thing And I was like, I don't want to talk about my favorite color, okay? Blah. But I I did, now that I think back on it Like I used to kind of keep a diary But I wasn't consistent Now I have one I write in at least weekly And it can be fun You can design your shirts Or you can doodle your favorite quote, sir, do whatever in these journals, they're yours. You can put whatever your thoughts, feelings, creations, ideas, fears are, and just go with it. It's yours. It's whatever you want it to be. It can literally be like an art piece itself, your journal. So I recommend journaling. Those two things have been huge lifesavers for me. And it was kind of weird to jump into at first both things. And sometimes I forget to do them for some months and that's okay. That's the the fun of it, of self-care is you do it as you need to or when you want to, but it is important to do it in some way. Um, So I recommend that. It's hard
0: to take that. that step too.
1: Oh, absolutely. And
0: journaling, like, journaling's really cool when you go back to and reflect. Oh,
1: my gosh. And you see your growth. It's so powerful. It's like, like
0: snap, I was thinking that. Yeah, like, Like, I was,
1: like, feeling like this in 2009, and now I'm not.
0: One of the important parts of that, I would always, as a a writing exercise, we would just write in school. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, whatever. Like, write was the rule. Like, (laughs) there was no structure, nothing. Just do it. Uh And so... I was just like whatever and then I didn't reflect on any of those writings until you know I was going through a particularly rough time and so I remember that exercise that I did in high school and my teacher would tell me just to write she would tell all of us just write and so the students would ask questions like what am I supposed to write how am I supposed to do this and and there was literally no rules no structure no mm. anything just write and so i was like okay whatever and so i did so much writing and it was just random sometimes it was you know like really long pages if i was having a shitty day or sometimes it would just be like a couple of words and it would look more like a haiku and then i remember going through a particularly rough time at one point Mm -hmm. and then talking to my mom and then my mom gave me some advice and said you know just let time pass you know once you look back you're gonna look at these times and you're gonna laugh And so it really stuck with me. And I think about that now. Anytime I'm confronted with something that's, you know, difficult to overcome or I feel like it's a mountain and I'm never going to climb over it. I think of that time and then I, I, you know, do what I need to do and then I reflect. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times I'll go back to some of the writing that I've done over the years. And it's just funny. It's it's. it's amusing to think, you know, where my mind was then and where I'm at now and how much I've grown and how easy I was able to overcome something that I thought was so daunting. Definitely.
1: Another kind of, uh, I know I've mentioned this to Pat, maybe, maybe to you is something simple that you can do that. I do this when I've just had like the worst day ever is I just force myself to jump in the shower. Mm -hmm. And I know showers are like, normal and daily to some people but sometimes it's even hard okay that's great Uh, but sometimes it's even hard to jump in the shower because you're feeling so terrible and and but really for me personally water is really rejuvenating Mm -hmm. and so I find like beach is really calming obviously everybody does but like in a very, like, spiritual way, it's very mm-hmm. calming for me and meditative. So sometimes if I'm just having a terrible day, I'll just jump into, like, a hot, hot shower or a hot, hot bath yeah. and just give myself that reflective time, that peace time or play your favorite erika Badu album or whatever and just mm-hmm. give yourself that, like, 15, 20 minutes to just do you, be with you and just, like, relax. Right. So there's our self-care corner for this episode our next segment is the brown business of the week hey we've got a a quite exciting one one that we hold dear to our hearts oh yes that's right very exciting very exciting brown business of the week some day one supporters day
0: one for sure shout
1: out to the lovely the wonderful the delicious the rich
0: Coco Andre Chocolatier. Yay! Yeah. Coco
1: Andre. And they are amazing in every aspect of the way of the word. Yeah. They're a chocolate shop here in Oak Cliff. Yes. And you probably know their history a little bit better than I do. But every time I've been in the shop or encountered the family, they're so lovely and beautiful and kind. And it's a dope spot. It's really cute. They have delicious chocolate. They literally make art. Yes. In every aspect of the word, as well as amazing. I already said amazing, but it's oh, an right, amazing yeah. chocolate shop.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I one of the things you you just said anytime one of the anytime that I meet the family, mm-hmm. and I think that word is really important. It is important when, when it comes to small business, but just business in general. And I think you know there's ways that you can get to the very top and be this corporate conglomerate machine that almost takes a over the world. Right. But still have like a, a sense of familiarity and make someone feel whether they're a consumer, a collaborator, a partner or whatever, like they're family. And Coco Andre Chocolatier does that. Because they're so much more than 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 a chocolatier, than a chocolate shop. Mm-hmm. Because they they're they're, you know, a cultural instrument in Oak Cliff. They're definitely they're, you know, successful within their own right. But, you know, Andrea Pedraza and her daughter Cindy, they do so many really cool things. They've been to the White House the for the work. Freaking,
1: that they, they've the been Obamas. to the White House That's with the work a,
0: they've done. They've collaborated with the Oak Cliff Cultural Center on the Día de los Muertos festival. They've done so many. I events. think they were
1: recently included on Tory Burch's.
0: Side. Yeah, yeah, and so like, like
1: they're incredible, they, and yeah. they're for the people, and they're so for it's the community, not just and like it's a, a really great, great
0: spot. Right, yeah. I mean they're 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 open. They they understand the importance of who they are in the community, not just as a business, right. but as a location that is a part of this progression of who we are as a society and a culture and, and more importantly, Oak Cliff hey. always represent they they established in I wanna say two thousand nine, if I'm not mistaken, but um Yes, Andrea Pedras has correct. been a chocolatier for so long, and so she she she's a master of the craft. And uh, the whole team over there, over there, the whole family, like they they really work to make sure that one, the community knows that they're a part of the thread of the mm-hmm. fabric. But um, they also have just like bomb ass chocolate.
1: Yeah, like if all this other <laughs> beautiful stuff we're saying doesn't if warm that your wasn't heart,
0: go yeah, so like, get
1: some delicious chocolate, and real. it literally. Is art. Like I said, it's art, but it's like, oh, like my Pharrell. God. Literally. They can do anything with this chocolate. They are yeah. masters. Yeah. So shout out to Coco André. Coco André. And their address. I'm going to do this for them. Their address is 508 Boom. There it is. West 7th Street, Dallas, Texas, 75208. A cute little house says yes. its name at the top. Yep. It's dope. Go get some chocolate We all love chocolate Might as well support it From brown people That are doing things For the community Why else would you want To eat chocolate anywhere yeah. else Kit Kats aren't that good Yes they are But you still <laughs> want To go support Ooh, them don't say
0: that though I'm Ma- sorry. They get Mondo gets mad at me when Oh my god Mondo like, I'm so sorry He's yeah, my I'm number one fan me. And I
1: love you <laughs> So shout out to them And now we're really About to wrap up this show Our final segment is Who you got with Ooh. the coco,
0: who you got? Now we can bring old Pat to the mic. Pat the Gat, yes. Time to shine on the mic. Pat, we need to get you a mic. Well,
2: we have mics now.
0: I just oh, we do. It, you man. just. my fault.
2: That was my fault. Oh, that was oh your humble that was Pat. my fault because I brought it down will be
1: t- and then I forgot. Pat will be, be talking humble, more Pat. now. So maybe actually I don't know. Just a little bit, <laughs> just like tad bits, not
0: just a little bit
1: consistently. Because okay, why is Fifty Cent a reoccurring theme in this episode? <laughs> <I know>. Nobody <laughs> asked for that.
0: Just a little bit. G
1: Unit, and then it just kept going.
0: Yeah.
1: Um.
2: So I have two things. One because I love K. Tronada. He's got a new project that he released called K. Tronada. He's Who's a big it? producer. Tell the people <laughs> he's a producer. He's made a lot of great stuff. Ninety nine point nine percent last year was my one of my favorite albums. So Ninety nine percent <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he created a new project. Is by Buddy. It's called Ocean in Montana. It's an EP. It's really good. Just started listening to it. I really like it. I support anything that he
1: does. He Jake, stuff anything? on himself. Anything? Almost anything. Be I careful even love with his that. Be careful. On.
2: You yeah. got a
1: rapper liking that crappy <laughs> comment. Oh, that's
2: true, but he's not You can't be too
0: liberal with he he your support. He hasn't said anything really? crappy
2: yet. Also, my girl Kaliuchi's... She stole told me, my yeah. Who You Got. Well, we Boom. both technically love her. So well, we that was mine. I
0: told y'all that I was going to be mine, and y'all took mine. So
2: She released her single today Kidding. with Georgia Smith. I'm really looking forward to that album. She did a really great cover of Selena a couple years ago at, Sel- at South by Southwest, which made me Selena fall in love with her. Fest.
1: <laughs> she was a, Selena So she performed Fest. at
2: South by and did a cover of Selena, and that made me fall in love with her. And I haven't fallen off yet. So I'm really looking forward to that album. So yeah, those are my two.
0: Cool. Thank you, Rafita. Pat the Gat. Pistol Pat, Pat Pati Pistola
1: Pati Pata how
2: many,
0: Yeah How many you d- 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 DJ And
1: I still Pata. don't even have a nickname I have to give my full name I know well Because you, can't you don't rush love it. me No
0: it's not that You can't rush it It just happens Okay Go ahead My who you got Who you Who's don't you got Don't disappoint gots? me who you got? I have several because we went a little bit out of like last time, uh, Pat, you mentioned a book. Yeah. So I get it. You read your, cool. wow. She read. No, I wanted to give a shout out and a shameless plug to original class clothing. They're all Oak Cliff. They're doing a pop up shop here at the Cultural Center, but they're the homies. They got some solid designs Saturday, May 27th, 6 to 8 p.m. So it's only two hours, but they got some really dope designs. They're all about Oak Cliff. They're all about, you know, this urban streetwear kind of vibe. And so they've been holding me down for a long time. They're always, you know, good people. So um, big shout out to them. And if you're in the Oak Cliff area, Oak Cliff Cultural Center, Saturday, May 27th, 6 to 8 p.m. Stop by, find them, follow them at Original Class Clothing. But on to my who you got. So I'm going to do two.
1: Who'd you got?
0: Yeah. So the first one, I'm going to keep it local just because I got put on not too long ago. The homie Felipe from Around the Way. Probably don't listen to the podcast, but if you do, appreciate you putting me on. Uh, the homie Cease Drugs. Yeah. Straight Oak Cliff. All right. This man... I'm I'm a full-fledged fan. So he's got an album coming out. It's called The Fat Crip. Same. Be out May 29th. (laughs) iTunes, find it, cop it. But I'm sure there's been like reviews or whatever on his music and stuff. But it's and I don't want to attribute his style much to like Scarface. But you almost like you. You almost get like a Scarface kind of vibe, but it, it's distinctly Oak Cliff, which is really dope. And so I've been listening to so many of his tracks and mixtapes that he's put out, but he's really dope. He's got his head on right, and he's really representing the city in, in a dope way that I think is... Um, That's important. Yeah, indicative of, of, of some of the good music that comes out of this city. So Strugs, the Fat Pimp, well, I think he has Fat Pimp, but the Fat Crip mm. album will be out in about a week. Make sure you listen to that. And my last one is G Yamazawa. G-Unit again? Not g g g g unit <laughs> but G Yamazawa, who is like a national slam poet champion. Oh. Yeah. Is, dude is super dope. Has an album out right now called Shouts to Durham. Got put on through Facebook, the homie Rage. And so I gave it a listen and it's actually really dope. Uh, so She's I've been listening to poet. that album. Yeah, he's slam po- and so don't get thrown like off. His
1: music.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but he's a slam poet. He's like a, a national winner, and so a lot of the times slam poets don't necessarily translate into the hip-hop arena very well in terms of like being accepted but his music is really dope and uh his album Shouts to Durham is really nice. I really enjoyed the listen and he's Team Backpack certified so all the like backpacking conscious rap people that listen to those kind of I MCs I thought I knew rap but I guess yeah. not Team Backpack... <laughs> <laughs> a whole so new yeah, it's a whole new world. Google it, you'll find it. There's ciphers. Joel Ortiz has been on there. A bunch of people. Elzai. A ton of people have been on on this Team Backpack cipher and like spit some hot 16s. Same. So also dope same. MCs getting down. But G Yamazawa's Team Backpack certified. He's been on there. Show him a lot of love. But his music's really dope too. So it's a good listen. Uh, shouts to Durham. Uh, I would recommend downloading it adding it to the playlist picking it up buying it bootlegging it don't bootleg actually support the I
1: others. already bootlegged it too oh, late down. got it from okay. the taco
0: stand but yeah so those are my who you gots who's you, who's who, you's who gots? you got you got who you got
1: my who you got was literally going to be Galucci's because I <laughs> really love her and I really think she's amazing and she hasn't even released an official album and her EP little thing was like amazing like dope music. But let me not go on about her because you already heard about her through Pat.
2: <laughs>
1: it's okay. I, I know how to do it. Um I will one for one do local as local as well and say one of my who you gots is the one and only Sam Lau. Because not only was she on this episode being dope or whatever, she actually genuinely has good fun music and it's necessary and it's really cool to have these artists here in Dallas and... They're catchy and cool and deep and everything we need. So that's one of my Who You Gots. And my other Who You Got that I had planned to say with Kali is someone that's pretty popular. I believe she's getting radio play now. Radio play, if I'm not mistaken, is SZA SZA. She was the or and or is the only female artist with TDE. And if you don't know TDE, you might have heard of one Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Who yeah. I have to bring up every episode because if not I School get fired. Boy
0: Q, come and schoolboy
1: and J Rock and yeah. you know Isaiah and everybody else. But so I, that's how I first heard of her because she was on TDE. But like her first album was really great and she released Love Galore with Travis Scott, which I believe will be on her upcoming album. Great song, weird video, fun times and
0: wait how do you feel about child's play the song she has
1: i love that song i don't hate Chance the rapper i just gotta call my faves on their shit yeah you gotta do that that.
0: you know what you real i am
1: real uh, i am trying to be yeah but child's play is a great song she's a great artist she's beautiful and amazing and i love her and listen to sizza if you're not already everybody should be because she's dope and that is my who you got for episode three so as we wrap up, thank you so much for listening to the third episode of De Colores Radio. Huge thanks to Sam and Jeremy for taking time out of their busy lives to come hang out with us. Be sure to follow them and check out their events and shows and buy their paintings and their works. Support these dope Dallas artists if you're not already. Signing off from the Cultural Center here in Oak Cliff in case you heard loud stomping and music. We uh, are a local place that... That is a center for the arts. So you might have heard Flocorico feet dancing and it just gives us a little bit bit more pride. Again, we hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something with us. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Tell everyone you love to follow us at D-E-C-O-L-O-R-E-S-C-O. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at E-V-A-A-R-R-E-G-U-I-N. Rafa at E-K-Z-I-L-E. And Pat at... Patat. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, under or I mean, P underscore A R R E G U I N or pat.arigine on Instagram. We promise to keep growing and providing you with somewhat, hopefully, maybe entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Please submit your work into our show. It is on June 10th here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center with an after party at RBC. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. We can't wait to see yes. you there. And contact us on any platform or email us at thecolores.com. Collective at Gmail. We love hearing from y'all. Thank you so much for listening and join us again next time for De Colores Radio. Bye. Bye. De de De
0: Colores Radio.